I mean, in terms of credit cards, I learned about them in college. Me and my man C-Ray went on vacation. And before we went on vacation, we got this King Kong car from Capital One. And we were uh-uh. swiping the shit out of this King Kong car. What was the limit? <laughs> it was only something like $1,000. We was on a road trip. Like Rock. So, you know, like we got, I got gas this time. Yeah, my nigga, I got gas this time. Swipe, swipe. We out here. And every time we swiped the car, we like, King Kong, baby, he got us. He got us, King Kong. Then King Kong ran up and he was looking for us. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <a nigga. laughs> that nigga ran up. He was like, yo, with my bread, Dougie. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. once you realize that the money has value, like the interest yeah. is literally what the money is worth borrowing. Like you're paying for that. You know what I mean? So if you don't get that money back, they coming out better than you are, whatever what you spent. I'm sure whatever you spent has depreciated in value immediately. The Sophisticatedly Ratchet podcast is a roundtable formatted conversational podcast about any and everything. Six black queens and kings from New York City. Sharing our views on black lifestyle, culture, relationships, religion, and current events. Here at SR, we strive to give our listeners the real in a world of fake. Worldly professionals with class that also know how to switch it up. Now let's talk our wild shit. What up, what up, what up, tribe? It's your girl TJ. I'm moderating this episode. I'm not sure what we're going to call it yet, but we talking about money. Money, 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 money. 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 Oh. All right. So let me introduce my tribe. What up, introvert boogie? Say what's up to the people. Peace, everybody. Peace and love, tribe. Uh, just here getting better every day, man. Life, Living life and just loving it. Yes. And mesh. You got drip, drip. Yo. Nah, never, ever, 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 never, ever. Peace, peace, peace. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Mash, a.k.a. Spew God. A.k.a. Drip, drip. See, there we go. You see, see, you see that? See I that? like how Mo don't miss a beat no more. Mo, Mo be on there like the background cue and shit, like drip, drip. Nah, don't yeah. play my girl. That's don't me. play my girl. Don't play me. my girl. Gang. Uh, Sir, Sir Drip, we here. What's good, everybody? Um, and I'm gonna take it over to my number three. Everybody's been giving her number three, so I go ahead. And give it to her. <laughs> I don't see why not. That's my it's my number. bestie. Exactly. <laughs> Let me share a quick story before she comes in. If two people are sitting somewhere, Monique always wants to be in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, Mo like, like the middle seat. I would have loved her when I was a kid. Mo loves you. the middle seat. She loves to be number three, and that's no, my I don't like the middle seat no Word, more. Shake. You don't? No, because no. of COVID. Because of COVID. COVID I've never liked the middle seat. You and, uh, always come in the middle though. But yeah, yo, you on nasty, a plane, you nasty. You nasty. Not you nasty. the middle seat. Not the yo, middle, middle seat, seat on the plane. Sucks, I was thinking about a plane for a second. But I was like, that is just uncomfortable sitting. I hate being in the no, middle. No, like if three I'm people are just sitting somewhere. <laughs> I don't, I don't no think nobody likes, likes the middle seat on the plane. Window or bust? Window or bust? No, nobody. You know, unless it's like was, actual spacing between the seats. Like, unless it's like three of my, even with three, I still don't really want the middle seat. Nobody wants the middle seat. Perverts like the middle seat. I don't. Don't label yeah. perverts as having the middle perverts seat. Like the middle nah, seat they don't have a what? middle perverts seat. Perverts like fetish. the middle seat because they get to be able to argue over the arm. They just want to be able Whatever. to touch somebody. I'm telling Say you. Say what's up to the people, Hi, Mo. Tribe. It's yes. your girl, Mo. Say what's up. From the BX, of course. I represent the Bronx all day, every day. Section 5. <laughs> 
Get it. <laughs> and I'm going to take it over to the Flash, the philosopher. What's up, Flash? How you doing today? What's up, my frosty friend? Going on. Uh, what's going I on, tribe? That. Yo, I'm going to just say, like, I'm not a fan of the military either. And I realized this the other week when I when I flew. When did you was fly? Where did you fly, bro? I was flying from, I think this was from New York to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But um, the the lady next to me, she decided it was a great idea to like fall asleep on my shoulder, and she was oh. old and shit, so I didn't kick off on my shoulder. But I, I realized, <laughs> what, nah, I get it. Like she had a mask on. She but, had a mask on. Probably. Yeah. So I'm just yeah, saying. She had, she had, she had uh, yo, 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 wait, wait, pause, pause, pause. Did she have a beat face? Did she leave a mascara on your fucking shirt? Nah, nah, uh, she's nah, she's nah. She was old. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a lot yeah, of makeup. Foundation. I think my yeah, shirt was dark style. anyway, so I'm good. No, I really am because you know what's crazy? I met I met a friend actually by falling asleep on her shoulder before. Like I, I was tired. This is when I was coming back from Miami one time. That's, on her shoulder. That's how I tried to bag her. Fuck out of here. So you're paying <laughs> it forward. Yeah, pretty much. I give a shoulder for a shoulder. <laughs> but yeah, gotcha. what up, Rob? All right. What's up, Flash? Last but not least, I'm going to take it over to my favorite fuckboy in the entire world. What up, Shake? Yeah. Shake is in the house. It's your boy, Shake. Um, unlike Flash, um, I, I, this old lady put her whole head on my shoulder. I would have mushed that help. Uh, <laughs> get off me, lady. COVID, <laughs> straight up. Word. Lay on the window, okay? Lay on the window. I feel like she was on the window side, bro. Like <clears throat> going the window. Anyhow, um, yeah. What up, tribe? I'm here, ready to have a good episode. Um, and can I introduce my word of the day, real of quick? Of course, that's why I oh. left you for last. Thanks, thanks, boo. Okay, so today's word of the day is capricious. Okay. Oh Jesus. Um, <laughs> capricious <laughs> meaning given sudden or un- unaccountable changes of mood and behavior. Capricious. Given to sudden and unaccountable changes of mood and behavior. The, the sentence that they have on, on fire. I got to start making my own sentences. It's terrible to feel our livelihood hinges on a capricious boss. Like it's somebody oh, who has mood changes. Somebody who changes moods really quickly. And what's the word? Spell it. Um, the word it's capricious. K, I'm sorry. C-A-P-R-I-C-I-O-U-S. Capricious. All right. Yeah, if you gave me this shit in the spelling bee, I'd be done. Yeah. I mean, Shake knew the word. He started with a K. He said K. Yeah, I was like, wait, wait. That nigga would have been finished first round. First round. Cut that shit out. Yo, let me get that. Let me get that word one more time. Just so we can get this word of the day. That'd be C-A-P-R-I-C-I-O-U-S. I would have been able to spell that. Capricious. And the spelling be not. I'd have, I'd have took an L on that. Okay. Duh. What are we looking at in terms of the definition for this word and, and all that? Well, um, it's, it's sudden changes behavior. in mood and behavior. Okay. Like, um, so like for instance, moody people who kind of like just flip on you. Like one minute. Like sometimes they like, I am pr- pr- capricious. I would say that. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Capricious. Okay, one- okay. So capricious. So that's one for Boogie already. Yeah, so Boogie's taking tally today. We're going to play a little game. If you guys are listening in your cars, uh, you don't have to do it in your car. But if you get around some friends um, and you're listening to the episode, or if you're by yourself, I want you to have a little drink. And it could be whatever you want in your cup. Um, Mm. If you smoke, it could be a little spliff. Every time you hear the word. It's not little. It's not little. (laughs) Capricious. 
You taking a shot? You taking a shot? Yes, you're going to have a sip of whatever you have. So that's why I asked everybody to bring a cup of whatever um, to Um, this episode. Everybody got their cups? Cheers. Oh, I got tea. Oh, yeah. I brought it. Whatever. Whatever. I got my cup. Whatever. Okay, MASH, you're double fisted. Okay. So MASH has a a little spliff or uh, something and uh, a cup. Um, And so every time you hear the word, yeah, whatever you have. It could be tea, water, a drink, it's whatever. So if you're listening at home, you're nice. with your group of friends, every time you hear the word, you're going to have a, 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 a sip. Um, they do that on the show, Andy Cohen. I thought it was really They cool. sure do. Oh, they um, drink it. They drink every time. And Boogie's going to be taking a tally of how many times we use the word. So let's try to use that word as much as we can in the episode. Okay, cool. All right. Like, I don't know. Can I add a rule? Like, what's well, the rule? Go ahead. I, I ain't a Let's rule because I, I definitely feel like you keep the points up, but you definitely take a shot if you fuck up the word, the sentence. <laughs> I like agree. If you use it wrong, you should take yeah, a shot. You should, you should drink it if you use it, and you should drink if you if you yeah, fuck it up. Saying, <laughs> if you misuse it, misuse it five times, so like you say in a sentence. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So if I say the word capricious, everybody else got to take a shot. No. no, if you say it, if you, he's basically saying if you say if, if, if you also use it, wrong, use it incorrectly, you, you will take a shot as well. But we're all gonna sip. We're all mm-hmm. sipping. We're all gonna sip. Today. We all sip it. Everybody. Whoever, if someone says it, we the all name sip. Of the game. We all gonna be drunk at that anyway. That's the name of the game. Got it. Got it. All right. Got it. Um. So have fun all with right. us at home, guys. And if you don't have your burner question cards, get your burner question cards out. Oh, shit. Awesome. Shit, I need to get mine too. I just said that. See, I'm not even here. I'm ready. But we're we, we not going to go there first, though. How about we start Yo. off the episode? And then okay. we what, What's up? What's up, Shake? Well, while everybody's getting their burner question cards, I just want to ask you one question, right? I, like this girl I was talking to, she said, <laughs> like, I was talking to her this weekend and she was telling me that, you know, that she doesn't keep a TV in her room. And okay. she's like, She's like, there's a the reason why she doesn't keep the TV in her room is because she won't get out of bed and she'll stay in the bed all day mm. and she won't like get up and like move around, especially on like mm. days off. Me personally, I like the TV in my room because I like to be able to watch the news in the morning while I'm getting dressed. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, that's I, I, that's like part of my morning routine. I do you guys do you guys have anything against TVs in the room? Um, like, I don't. Do you, do you, uh. Yeah. I personally it's, don't, but I do know several people who do not have a TV in their room. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's like a flag? I feel like the TV is no place in the bedroom. But I need a TV in my I need a TV in my room because I feel like it's distracting. I, like I want to get up. I want to listen. To, I want to look at the weather. I want to do that. But I, I but a lot of people don't have TV in their room, so it's quite uh, a few people. Uh, I I got a TV and I keep I always kept mm-hmm. the TV in my room. It never prevented me from getting out of bed. I don't know me why too. you said all that whole story. You, you could just call your homegirl lazy, bro. And that's, that's just what it is. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> like, no, I think she's aware of her distractions. And so she's trying to eliminate yeah. her distractions. I think that's appropriate. Uh-huh. Nah, yeah, I think for lazy. some people, remember, some people, people may binge need watch, like, binge watch Netflix shows like a motherfucker. Like, yeah. you can watch Real 12 shit. episodes and pass bed all day. day. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm if, it's not, if it's not laziness, have... then it's, it's procrastination. But there's some days that I've stayed in my bed all day, you know. But Me that's too. Like, yeah. Like I've had oh, a day where I'm like, right I'm not going to do nothing. Like you day. have a right to, yeah, to stay in my bed but all day. I, but I feel like, I feel like, you know, getting, I think making an effort to get out of bed is necessary. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it would like push me forward, especially on days that I don't really have to do anything. Like yes. I kind of, to be right. able to get out of the bed and sit down, I think it will force you into movement, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Rather yeah. than staying active, you need to keep yeah. active. Right. Bullshit. Well, let's not get sidetracked. 
Whenever you ready, whenever you ready, Tim. I've been ready. Uh, So the only reason why you should have a TV in the bedroom related to this episode. So related to this episode is if you're watching like, Mm -hmm. what is it? What are those finance channels? CNBC? Yeah. Yeah. Cheddar News. Um, What other financial news comes out? I I like Cheddar too. I like Cheddar. I think Cheddar is mad entertaining. Yahoo Finance. Am I the real one that just keep, watches all everything on their phone? Like I just use the weather app. All I, do app I, I do too. I, I do. I do. I use the weather app. Too. I feel like I my phone has low key replaced my TV in some instances. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Real yeah. talk. Yeah. Absolutely. Real talk. Yeah. Real talk. I was just trying to like transition us out of TV into finance. Oh, is that okay? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. get it. That's the only reason why for this episode. Wait, related to this episode. I, 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 Go ahead, I just want to say one say thing about TV. Say, I'm, I'm sorry. I know. I, mean, I thought I missed my moment to talk oh about TV. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go talk ahead. about TV. Nah, you got your I, time. Go ahead. I, my fault. I think people like, I understand when people like TVs in their room, but I feel like for me, it wasn't until I like, got a bigger space that I was open to having a TV not in my bedroom. I was forced to have a TV in my bedroom because I had a space mm-hmm. all I had. Everything was in that mm-hmm. little space. Yeah. But once I upgraded my space, I didn't feel like I had a need to keep a TV in that space anymore. Real talk. Mm-hmm. But, but I think that that's something that Keep in mind too, like that's why yeah. inclined to have TVs in their room because that's what they used to. Facts. I, feel like I would a, set I my kids to the room kid. to watch. Okay. Yeah, go watch when the cartoons I, like, like, in your video room. Video games yeah. out of TV in my bedroom as yeah. a kid. Go I forgot that show about on your that TV. moment. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. So I All right. Get now you good. Today we're talking about money, financial literacy, the price. Uh, what else is with <laughs> money? Uh, how you get paid, salaries, so and morals. Uh, Apologies, yeah. going too deep already. We delving deep today. We delving Morals, deep today. We, we okay. may get to that. We may get to that. So I wanted to start off by giving you guys a definition of financial literacy. So according to CNBC, um, it's defined as the ability to understand and effectively use various financial skills, including personal financial management, budgeting, and, and investing. Financial literacy is the foundation of your relationship with money, and it's a lifelong journey. Would you guys agree with that definition? Yes. Okay. I mean, it was too long for me to yeah. kind of disagree with it. So, yeah. Okay. What was too long about it? What? <laughs> no, I'll just fuck with you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, in 2019, I found this uh, statistics from CNBC, too. And I thought I wanted to share this with you guys because it talks about the racial uh, financial gap that we have. Right. So, it's in 2019, the median wealth of black households in the United States was $24,100 compared to $189,100 for white households. Mm. Okay. Isn't that I crazy? Mean, yeah, that our, yeah, our yeah. racial wealth gap is that large. That's the median for white versus why, black. Why does that, why does that shock you? I just, I mean, it doesn't, it does shock me. Because I'm just like, wow, we're, that that gap is really large. Twenty four thousand compared to one hundred and eighty nine thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, race breaking. That's, that. that's that's about but right you, because um, but you, you yeah, I know. I'm saying that's about right because you know that you know we were left out of the conversation when it comes to financial literacy or financial anything for years. financial opportunities. Exactly. I mean, just the, the knowledge and education years. was never made available to us. So many reasons why there's a gap like that. I mean, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, they don't teach knowledge. They don't really teach this get education to that. in schools like that, period. Yeah. However, We're actually you know, get to that. If, if, you're, if your parents are well-versed in it, 
they can also teach their children to be well versed right. in it. So yeah. I think it's um it's more that you know they passing it that they're passing information down that we don't have. You know what I mean? And we have to kind of like go out of our way to get this information that is given to their kids at a young age. You know, as far as like starting a savings account for them. A savings account for them. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, go, ahead. go ahead, TJ. I was actually going to mention a statistic because I know, <laughs> Shake, you be trying to mention your statistics all the time and not be all 100% accurate. I haven't done that in a Shake while. Shake facts. Shake facts. <laughs> Shake done facts. In a while. I didn't know if that's what <laughs> he was going with. Shake, so I was going right. to say, actually, in some states, they do require high school students to take a personal finance course. And that really? percentage, yes. And that's how I was going to say. That's why I was like, let me stop you because they're requiring it now. And that has increased by 24% since 2018. And so from 2018 to now, that's also increased by 24%. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I also have some other statistics that I'll share with you guys. So four out of every seven Americans are financially literate. And only 24% of millennials understand basic financial topics. Those are just some statistics that I found. I, I, I mean, but that's that's what you're. But what is your definition of financial literacy? Like bare minimum. Like how much do you have to really know in order to qualify as financially literate? You know, I think this was based on a statistic uh, on a on a mm. survey that they did and asked specific okay. financial literacy questions, maybe about budgeting, okay. management, financial management, okay. and investing. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I wanted to kind of just talk to you guys today about money. Like, what was your first memory of money and what were you taught about money? And I'll go first. I think for me, the first recognition or recollection of money I had was birthday parties. Like, you would get money in the card and you're like, oh, my God, I got money. I got $20 from grandma. I got, you know, for Christmas. I got, you know, $10 from this friend or whatever. And my mom would say, save your money for something that you want. You know, um, and I remember that money would be for things that my mom would not buy me. Like if she didn't want to buy me a toy, mm-hmm. she'd be like, all right, you saved your money. You want this doll. Mm-hmm. We're going to get your money. Let's go to the store. Let's get that doll. Um, right. So that was my first recollection of using money and my mom trying to like instill saving in my brain. And I also remember going to the bank with her and playing with the little papers that you could deposit money in and like filling those out. And she taught me how to do that. She taught me how to write a check. And that's what I remember. What about you guys? Like, what was your earliest memory of finances? Uh, Yo, you you triggered you triggered me when you said that, TJ, because you you touched on something special or something dark for me. Oh. My first memory of money, I used to think money was white. Why? Because we used to have food stamps. Oh. Yeah, we, we used to have food stamps. So that my idea of money looked completely different when I first think about what my first wow. memory of money. That's crazy. Yeah. That's it crazy. Is. But um yeah. money, monies can be a lot of different things, but I think that um my first understanding of dealing with my own money would be credit cards mm. when I got into college. We're gonna get to that too. And that that was that's probably my first instance of like dealing with money, like knowing like there's significant problems when you don't pay this money back. Like you need to mm. fucking understand how this will affect you big picture. That's when I started understanding what money was. Got you. Well, fortunately, I learned about credit cards really early and it never really, I was never really one of the dudes that, you know, got myself in a situation where I could not pay it back. Um, I always made sure I maintained my credit cards. That's why my credit has been pretty, I'm not going to say it hasn't been bad. It hasn't been great, but it hasn't been like terrible. 
I've mm. never like fallen like into really bad credit. But my first memory of money was um, when I was a kid. When I was like twelve, my cousin had a hundred and thirty dollars. And when I tell you we stretched the fuck out of this money, we bought outfits. We went to the movies. We went out to dinner. We actually where did you get these clothes from? Like, Conway. It was it was like ninety three. And we we bought we bought ourselves um two sets of cross colors. Okay. We bought like just a shirt and shorts. You know what I'm saying? But like I used to think a hundred dollars was so fucking much when I was young. Mm-hmm. Like that mm-hmm. shit used to be like, give me a hundred dollars. But now like I'd be like a hundred dollars, like I spend that shit in the evening. Like it's in a second. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hundred dollars to go like I spend that shit at the Target visit. Every time I go to Target, I'm dropping a hundred dollars. So, oh, you pronounce you it know, Tarjay too? Uh, that's how you supposed to pronounce it. Nah, Tarjay. Don't even start that. That's how you supposed to. It's fucking Tarjay. Anyhow, yeah, I um, I that's my earliest really. Like, I used to think money was so much, but as I got older, you know, I need more and more and more, and I, I have an understanding of basically the fact that you know we have to kind of control our finances. Um, even as we as we grow money, because if you're not careful, you're basically spending the same amount you had been spending, except now the money is readily available to you. So you got to like control that. So I don't want to move it along too fast. So I'll let somebody else go. Yeah. Shake, I feel you in terms of like when you when you put a lot of influence on money, it can make you feel precocious. Mm-hmm. Because capricious? it can change it. Yeah, you could you could feel capricious. If you put a lot of uh, yeah, lot I feel of, like that works. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that works. Yeah, 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 I, I thought you said it wrong. I ain't even gonna hold you. I had to go check. No, he did, but the fact that none of us actually said it, right? No, you right. Thank you. Gotta, you. gotta give him props for re- for trying first. Definitely, uh, definitely. I take that. Anybody else have a, a memory of money that they want to share? I have a memory of money in terms of, I feel like that was my first time understanding my impatience. I think it was similar to Shake. I was a kid and I got my first, whatever, fifty hundred dollar bill or whatever, right? And I'm thinking I hit the lotto because again, I'm, you know, it's not like it I'm like getting dollars money. every day um, at like six or whatever years old I was. But my mom's was trying to tell me about the bank, like putting money in the bank and saving it. And I'm like, you know, I understand it. Sure, saving the money, using it for later. But I'm like, yo, I, I got that money now. I, you know, it's mine. Let me use it now. You know what I mean? Like, like I guess as a kid, it made me realize like there was just, she was trying to tell me something about money and I clearly understood it, but I didn't understand why I needed to go with it in terms of me wanting to spend money now versus saving it for later. So that's something mm-hmm. as a kid, I remember just my impatience with money and how important it is to kind of have patience, not rush to just spend shit as soon as you get it. Got you. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I say for me, my first encounter even I guess what knowing money was, um, you know, I didn't get like money and cards and shit like that as a kid or whatnot. But I think I understood money from having a conversation with my mom one time. And it's like, I guess it's around the age where she's trying to break the news to me, like, nigga, Santa don't exist, you know? And she, and she had to tell me like, 
mama be buying these gifts. And this is the reason why you can't <laughs> get no gifts this year. Facts. How old were you, Flash? Yeah. Facts. I, I don't know, bro. I don't want to go back. That's 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 trauma. I don't want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this nigga was mad traumatized with his mom broken news and that said yeah. wasn't, wasn't a white man coming through every fucking th- 25th. Yeah, mom grabbed me for trying to crack that reality too, telling you Santa Claus not real. She ain't got no right to do that. Shut man. that shit that's- down. I want Not all real. the praise, little nigga. I did this. I got you these J.I.G. Bro, right, right, right. right. Yeah. Ninja Turtles. Some, some parents that. don't want Santa, the, the, the big white fat man taking their credit. Nah. That's money. That's money that got to go into giving you that gift. And I right. and from having that conversation, because it was like a, a real, I felt like I was having an intervention because she, she brought all of, all of us in the room and she was like, I have something to tell y'all. And it was like, what? You you've been buying gifts? Like who who's eating the cookies? And it was it was a whole shit. But <laughs> what, she did a meeting with y'all? Yo, she did a family meeting. Yeah, yo, yo, flash, flash, flash. What's when you up? was when you was young enough to like have the sin experience, what was you living? We was in the we was in the project. Alright. So did you leave where'd you leave the cookies for Santa in the project? <laughs> By the stove. See, you see, you see what I'm saying about this trauma, yeah. nigga. I know I didn't have no, a chimney, mean, nigga. I, 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 I know I didn't have a chimney, bro. It's okay. Come on, man. You don't have to speak about it if you don't want to. I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I'm serious because I want to know like how we apply our reality so, to so, that fantasy. Right. So in the projects, yeah, we just left it in the living room because we was like, I don't want the man coming in my yeah, room. <laughs> like, so you put it in the in the living room. So okay. I never thought. You know what's crazy? We were so poor. I didn't think like I wasn't thinking like. Chimney. He would have to come out of chimney. My mom was like, well, he just get in how he get <laughs> that in. That nigga come down the incinerator. That nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there was I no common sense to Santa whatsoever. Like when you really think about it, a fat white it magic, man in my the, nigga, it was riding reindeer magic. in the air, sl- like slides down through a roof, fits in through that roof, and drops presents, takes cookies and leaves. There's no logic Look, to that shit me, at all. What do you really think me. about it? It's, like it's I said, magic, Santa ain't come to the projects. Okay, just know that one. Um, so But I digress though, because Having that conversation uh, with her made me understand the importance of money. And my mindset since then was that, like, yo, we got to afford things. And that's kind of what put me in a, in a mindset of, like, always look for whatever hustle you got to get to or, or means of money. Because if you don't get money, you can't afford certain things for people, especially, like, the ones you love. So that's, like, my first encounter with money. And ever since I was young, I can definitely say, like, I was always trying to find like either a job or a hustle or something. Something was always going to make me money. And that's like where I learned why money was important for me. We're going to get to that. Got Did you. everybody go? Your, your flash. Would you say okay. that your mom, that you guys believe in that Santa brought you out a gift, made your mother capricious? Bro, oh, he was just trying. He was just reaching. No. Reaching. I, I feel like we need a vote on that one. We need a vote on that one. I don't know. That's he reaching. You can give him the point. Right? Give him the point and everybody have a drink. Give me the point. Give me my point. Okay? Oh. Or I'm going to tell you right now, I never believed in Santa Claus. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I I was a nigga that looked at the fucking um the, to- the Toys R Us book. Oh, yes. And I circled everything you wanted and shit. And I would look at shit and be like, I ain't never getting this. I ain't never getting that. But I would love this shit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It is what it is. You know, my mom would try to get one of them shits, though. But I wasn't (laughs) getting all the things I wanted. It's real. Flash, you mentioned something really important. You said you would find a hustle. So that was my next question. How old were Mm. you when you had your first job? 
Um, I'll start. Um, let Flash answer because he started it. Oh, okay. I didn't get the answer. Last oh, you did it. Oh, so go ahead and answer. Go ahead and answer, Mo. You definitely not gonna play Mo like that. I asked, but I think everybody was talking. So what? Mo, oh, she did. No, she did ask if anybody else said something. Yeah, Mo. Yeah, I shook my head. No. So you don't want to share it? You don't want to share it? No, I said I shook my head that I can't speak. I mean, you could go ahead and just say it. What's your earliest memory on money? No, it's block to go to the next time. Mo, if you don't tell us what your first encounter with money was, I don't know. My the first experience with money is like everybody, you know, you write it, you learn how to write a check. You who taught you? My mom taught me. Okay, that, I thought that, that would that be part, pops because you know pops is like good with, no, with money mom, and my mom. No, my mom taught me how to write, how to write a check from what I from from my recollection. Definitely my mom. And I just yeah, I just remember like. You know, like I remember when I got like my first credit card and stuff like that, and I'm pretty sure we're gonna go to that too. Yes, yeah, so I won't touch on that too much, but mm-hmm. I definitely know my mom is the one that um taught me to write taught me to write a check because I would go to the bank with her and stuff too. I always go to the bank with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, you really don't know. You know, when you're young, you're just going to the bank with with your, with your parents or whatever, but you don't know like what what's the real thing they're doing in the bank. You know, depositing yeah. money or. You know, taking out money and stuff like but that. But you knew it full concept around money. Yeah, you don't have the full concept of 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 what it was. So mm-hmm. that, that was my first little. So go ahead, since you're talking, when money. did you get your first yeah. job? How um, old were you? When I had my first job, I was I was out of high school, so I was either eighteen or nineteen, and I actually had two jobs. I worked for the board of ed, yeah. and I worked for the movie theaters at the same time. Hustling, damn! That's a great story. Your shit, Mo. But uh-huh. why did you have to work two jobs at nineteen as your first job? That's like right. I worked for the DOE from seven to three, and then I went worked at the movie theaters from maybe like four to close. I closed, and then got up the next morning and and, and worked from the DOE from Monday to Friday. Then I work. On the Monday, you know, throughout the days for the um, movie theater and on the weekend for the movie theater. Do you remember what minimum wage was for you, or what what, it, what you were getting? I think what it was, was five. Pay? I think it was five fifteen or something like that for the wow. movie theater. Okay. I think it was something like that for the movie theaters, and I don't and I didn't even I don't even remember why I worked two, two jobs. jobs. I think <laughs> yeah, I think my mom got me into the DOE thing, and then my my father's friend, my pops, his friend worked at the movie theater, so it was like. I guess it came through at the same daggone time. So I was like, he was well, like I could do both. I could well, do both. I, gotta, I need the money. I got to figure out how to do both. That's. Yep. And man, I'm lying. I was in college. I was, yeah, I was a freshman in college because I did that when I came for the summer, when I came back home for the summer. Yes. That was, those were my summer jobs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you was buying your Vansons and, and stuff I like did, that. Your no, clothes. my Vansons. <laughs> no, my Vansons. I had my Vansons in high school. Where did your money come mm-hmm. to? Where did, where did your money go to? At that point, my money was, I was in high school, so my money was going, I think it was going in the bank at that time. Okay. And I was buying, like, you know, my little work clothes that I had to look, you know, I had to wear my clothes for the DOE, skirts and my shirt. And then, you know, the movie theater, we wore a uniform, so that was good. But you still had to buy, like, your, your uniform um, for the movie theater. But that was it. I had my uniform, and then I buy my clothes, whatever I want. I would use it to go out to eat. Yep. Well, do whatever I want to do with my friends. So that's what nice. my money was being spent on at the time. Nice. But I, now that I look back, I'm like, why the hell was I working two damn jobs? But mm-hmm. started so early. Yep. Well, like, like, a Caribbean parent, like, a, like a Caribbean parent. Like a Jamaican parent. My mother's Jamaican, that's so I guess happened. I took after her. <laughs> that's like, they probably told you, they were probably telling you when I was young, I had three jobs. Well, my mother mm-hmm. was working two jobs too at the time. So. Matter of fact, maybe I'm wrong because I feel like your mm-hmm. first job, you probably want all, you know, you're making money yeah, for the first man. time for yourself. 
Because I, yeah. I remember thinking even my first job was at McDonald's. And I'm acting like I wouldn't work two jobs, but I worked yeah. a lot of hours at McDonald's. I probably would have worked more to the point where I was probably yeah. working some you know, shift to you. So I guess it was just, there was a thirst. You know, when you first first start getting Yo. that money, when you try to get as much more as possible and all that kind get of that shit. Bread, get what that bread. What would you buy, Boogie? What did you buy, Boogie? Yeah, Boogie, you know, my, what would you buy? Just what would you buy? sneakers and, you know, all that predictable yeah, bullshit. Don't get me wrong, I saved some dollars. Not my mom's not going to buy. But I definitely, I definitely bullshit a lot of money on sneakers, clothes, and all that kind of shit. You know, the shit that people spend when you're 18. Yeah. You know? Yo, mm, Flash, so, what about um, you? Because we kind of cut you up in the beginning. Nah, so good. But now, what was the question? You said you hustled. When you said your (laughs) earliest memory of money, you said you used to hustle and you used to work. And I wanted to know how old were you at that time? Um, So I remember at least even before, right, before 16, I was always trying to um, hustle. And if that meant like, yo, going into the barbershop, sweeping to get paid like $10, $20 or whatever the case is. And, you know, that means I'm I'm about to go ham on the corner store or whatever. (laughs) That's what you would spend it on? Yeah, chips and chips and shit, like chips and ice cream and shit. <laughs> Basic kid life. But um, I, I think I remember also trying to like work so hard because I guess around our era, we used to have like these blue cards or these green cards that had to symbolize if you was able to. Working papers. You, yeah, the working papers or whatever. So and, and You get that I, I was, 14 years old in New York City. Well, see, I think before we used to be like 16 or years ago. I'm not sure. Maybe, uh-huh. Don't quote me on that. But whatever, before that, I was trying so 14. hard to get that. It was 14? Okay. So I was trying so hard to get that. And it was like, no, you couldn't, you couldn't get it for whatever reason. So mm-hmm. that made me develop the mentality like, okay, nobody just going to give me bread. So I got to go find ways to go get bread. So it would be like, yeah, uh, let me go clean something for somebody. Uh, let me go fix something for somebody. Let me go sweep up, sweep up the barbershop. Those are ways that I was like learning how to make money early or whatnot. Awesome. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it, it was so, I don't, I don't usually share this story, but um, I used to um, look online back in the days or whatnot, as far as like opportunities on like how to work from home and shit like that. And there were a lot of opportunities available if you were in the online scene, especially if you were in like these AOL chat rooms and shit like that. So I was, I was researching shit. I was applying for jobs online. You know, I applied to be a tarot card reader. I applied what? to be a, no, real shit, real shit. I'm not mm-hmm. even playing. I, uh, and, and, and there were these, this was big back in the days. Like you could just do this shit over the phone or whatnot. Yo, I tried to be a, a phone sex operator. Real shit. Word. Shit, 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 not. Worker, I don't bro. believe you. you yo, I, sex I, I, How old yo, were you? How old were you? I had, I had to be, I had to probably be like 16 or 17 at this point. I but, but no, I, I, I was dead ass. Like I did it for a day. It didn't work out. Uh, same thing with the tarot card reading shit. But that it, was. You should have stuck to it. Nah, bro. I imagine yeah. that tarot card reading shit probably will work after that first day. I'm very curious nah. to see how the fuck you talk. Nah, to I don't believe no, I know, I know. Shit, you're not like yo. They were doing everything online. They had software and shit. Like, and all I had to do was use the software. People would call the phone. This is the this is the era of people calling up and you know paying oh, like a dollar ninety nine a minute and shit. And people would call. I had to link the phone number to to the house phone. I had to do it at a time where I know nobody was up and nobody was in the crib or some shit. And yeah, I was getting the phone calls. And I was doing it at first, hitting the button. You just got to read them, the tarot card shit on, on, on the screen. And then one of the tarot cards that popped up was like some real like negative or uh, death shit. And I was just like, I hit the button again because I didn't want to tell the person what, what card I just pulled. <laughs> <laughs> so I changed the future or some shit. But I didn't, I guess oh, I didn't. Down. What the fuck? Yeah. I didn't, I, but I didn't, I didn't like that. That job didn't give me, um, uh, I felt, I felt wrong about trying to tell people about their future and stuff like that. So that's why that didn't work out for me. It was false. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And, the, really. and, okay. and the and the phone section didn't work people. out. 
the phone sex shit didn't work out. I realized I don't know how to. I didn't know how to have phone sex at that age in my life and shit. Right. I'm you, you, like you feel like the phone sex job will work out a lot better now that you're a little. Hell yeah, nigga! I would be a fucking oh. professional, nigga. Oh, wow. A professional, my nigga. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, but and, and it's wild too because I remember like the first couple calls I had, and I think I only did like two or three, and this is how I knew it wasn't for me. It's like the chick uh-huh. asked me like what I had on or some shit because she was trying to get hot and bothered and shit. And I looked at okay. myself, I was like, you know, pajamas. I got on, you know, oh, socks and shit. Like it was real dry. So I'm just saying here, like I thought that's what yeah. they wanted to hear. You talking to a kid yeah. who never heard what phone sex sounded phone like? Yo, sex bro, you can know I ask saying? you what the interview process was like? Like, yeah, everything was online. Everything was online, bro. All you had to do was go to the site. Crazy. You plugged in your number and shit. They wasn't even checking IDs and shit, bro. You just they had to be a nigga that's like access to shit. I feel like I feel like you was one of the early sex predator victims. Like somebody had you hustling. You. Somebody was hustling you a line, sixteen year old boy. It was like, yeah, go talk dirty. <laughs> like to was on the corner, no, that but that's the problem. though. No, I was lying sex about my age and shit. I was lying about my age in order to fucking do these jobs. Oh, you better, you better, you better, you better, nigga with your bull head. Yeah. I wasn't bold when I was a kid, nigga. Tell him about your pajamas, you little boy. <laughs> tell him about your pajamas. Whatever. I can't with y'all. Chris Hansen gonna pull up. Have a seat, sir. But 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 like I have said, seat, doing sir. those jobs, doing those jobs made me have a capricious behavior about like what I wanted to do for money. Capricious? Yes. Capricious, capricious behavior? behavior? Yes. Mm-hmm. Moody behavior? Nah. I don't think you used that correctly. I don't, I don't, I don't you know. You I drank, I drank anyway. Drink. Whatever. Right. Uh, I think it's super gold. <laughs> I think I think but you don't get credit some of the people that. you spoke to were capricious. You damn sure don't get a credit for that, that flash. You try. Yeah. Oh shit for the book. Right, so so my my first job, my first job was when I was 13 years old. Okay. I worked for the um for the Daily News. Um I used to go door to door and knock on people's door and try to get them to join Daily News. I didn't get paid much. But what I would do because it was illegal. Take, you shouldn't be working until you were fourteen. By the way, no, no, no. You can you can work. You can work when you're thirteen. But you have to get permission from your parents. And it wasn't like I was working crazy hours. I was doing like okay. two People hours, out. two to three hours a day. You're allowed to do that. Um, okay. So, um, so I, you can actually, I actually could have started when I was twelve. I did when I was thirteen. Um, I, um, I went out there. I did that. What I would do was take my check that they gave me, my little bullshit checks. I would use it and buy Charms lollipops, right? Okay. Buy a bunch of lollipops. <laughs> and I would take them shits to school and flip them and sell them in school for 25 cents a pop. I bought them for, I bought them for 10 cents, sold them for 25. Okay. And I was actually trying to get my money up. Yeah, I was getting my money up like that. So, it, cause I wasn't making much from the, um, daily news shit. I just went to that because. It gave me an interact. It gave me a chance to interact with with a bunch of females and shit like that. Cause I was a little shy back then, and you know, it was just an opportunity to interact with girls. So mm-hmm. that's why. I, and actually, my boss was my cousin. So it was a, it was it was cool. But that was like Aww. my first job thing. But my first look um, at that. How much? How much experience. you get? How, how much you gave him on the back end? <laughs> how much did, did I give? What <laughs> he, was hus- he was hustling lollipops. No, I'm selling lollipops. So lollipops, I will buy them. I will go to the store, buy them for ten cents. You know the charms lollipops. You remember yeah. the watermelon chips? Yeah. Yeah. The bubble gum yeah. in the center, shits. right? The watermelon. Right? Yeah. Oh the, my god, the green. Yeah, one. I used to buy them. Go to school, flip them shits, sell them for twenty five cents a pop. You know, well, what you saying? said you said you said somebody was your boss for that. 
her, no, 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 no. For the boy. Daily News, that was my for cousin. The Daily News. She was oh, my okay, boy. okay, okay. That that was that was my hustle right there. Okay, no lollipop kingpin in school. Yo, gotta be lollipop king, bro. They I mean, you definitely it. fucked up. You should have sell it for thirty five cents, and then like, if you wanted, like, if a, if a kid had a dollar, yeah, you know I mean, I give it to you for for a dollar. That was your hustle right there. You fucked up. Exactly. But it's all good. No, I believe when I got to high school, I started selling them for fifty cents. Though it was fifty cents when I got to high school. Yeah, your price went up that quick, my nigga. Damn. No, okay, from okay. junior high school to high school. If you came to me in junior school. high school and talk about yo, I got a fucking charm and I sell it to you for thirty five cents, I fight you. I fight what? you. I'm like, take I, that shit. So don't buy you. it, my nigga. You don't <laughs> buy it. How you oh, gonna yeah. fight someone for selling the thirty five cent job? You don't buy. <laughs> that's it. crazy. Yo, in the in the nineties, that's crazy. Like that. Mm. You want a lollipop? Yo, bro. Right quarter? now, see now you talking crazy right now. But you mean to tell me you gonna go up that much on a lollipop? Yeah, back in twenty five cent. I want to You want to go to the store and get it? That lollipop is five cent, bro. Five. No, it was ten cents. It was ten cents. But I sold it for twenty five. All right, I, the, the fish was five cents. We scrapping. Them shits was ten. We scrapping. Why we gonna scrap? You could just scrapping. find somewhere else to get your lollipops, nigga. We scrapping because that's disrespectful. That's hustle. disrespectful. That's disrespectful. All right, Mash. What about you? What was uh, your first job? Did you hustle before you became of age to work? Yeah. What you spend your uh, money on? How much were we, you getting paid? Um, I uh, I was getting it so. I used to work at C-Town and I would bag bags and I, bagging bags at C-Town as long as you had like good customer service you smile real big be real nice to the old ladies after church that's the best time to do to do motherfucking uh, uh, hacks and bags so I would eat pretty good at C-Town and um, I would give the money I'd give the money to my moms because we Aww. had to we, we had to share we wasn't allowed to like have money for yourself you was like share the money or whatever mm-hmm. but um, wow. that was my first time working was at C-Town um, after that, I remember niggas approached me at Cutco, and uh, if yeah, who those who don't know from New What's York, Cutco? Uh, Cutco is an organization <laughs> I hear that that propositions themselves to young kids and tries to teach them about <laughs> pyramid so schemes. Okay, to the pyramid. yeah. About what? What do they do? <laughs> they solicit young people to sell knives. They got a company. It's called Cutco. Oh, wow. okay, like the door to door sales, like the Tupperware yes, people who go door to door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Yo, they expect you to sell to you selling knives and shit, man. Yes, they're really yes. good. You was getting money. You was getting money. No, nah, nah. Because the thing about it was with Cutco, you had to buy into the shit in order to be a part of the oh, shit. They got yep. you. So I think it was one hundred and fifty dollars. I mean, See, you sound like you was a part of Cutco. Wow. Yo, I, I feel like in terms of pyramid schemes, guys, like there's been a few of those way back in, in, in the days that actually got me too. I feel like Mash had knives. I had like a legal service. There we go. Um, what were you selling? What were you selling? What I was selling legal um, insurance to people and I got one person to do it. And then when I was trying to get that money out, it, it was so many loops and like hurt. Like it took me a month to try to like, not a month, Scammers. like a couple of weeks to find, to find somebody who was willing to do it. Scammers. Word. And then when I went to try to collect that money, that's when I started hearing obstacles and shit about that. Like, you know, I couldn't get this money right now. Something like that. That's when I knew it was fucked up. But I, I did believe that shit. They had seminars and all that shit you could go to. That's how they like, get you. They want to yeah. tell you about. The, they want to tell you about this That's one awesome. nigga yeah. who got like seven cars. He got yeah. a house in fucking Atlanta, and he's out here flexing on everybody at this uh-huh. one meeting. They sell you the oh, image, wow. making you think that it's easy to obtain like or, or something like that. Yeah. He got yeah. like, like the cool pyramid like, type of thing or mm. multi level marketing. Yeah. I only got two people under me. All you need is two people under you. Yeah, yeah. that's that pyramid like stuff. Mm. I, don't, I don't fuck with none of that pyramid shit. I used to hate when like the people I knew used to be. Telling me shit like, yo, come over for like dinner and they one day or some shit. Yeah. 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 Yeah
we doing here? So that will cause that will cause me to be capricious, no doubt. Facts. Two points for you on that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. You use that right. We could all take a sip for that. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> Go ahead, get yourself something, Mo. I know. Oh, I ain't got. The, I ain't said nothing. Cause I, was, was, yo, so get something to drink. I am. I'm gonna get something. I'm gonna get something. So it was Cutco. Then I had. I, I did uh, summer youth camp camp counselor. I was a camp okay. counselor for a minute. Oh, I was too. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me I too. With for summer youth. Some All y'all camp counselors you? now? Fuck that. I was a camp counselor. Yeah, too. yeah, definitely mm-hmm. was yeah. a camp counselor. After the movie theaters and the DOE, then I went to camp counseling. Okay, for those of you who thought it was illegal for me to work, some of you starts at twelve, bro. It starts at twelve years old, seventh mm-hmm. grade. Yeah, you googled it. Some of you go. Okay. Uh, did you find your statistics on that? Find. Let me see. I'm gonna look at that. No, I'm, 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 statistics. I'm telling you, you have to real be life. fourteen years old and you had to get working papers. Yeah, but. you did. Twelve years old. That's when I started. Go ahead, Mash. Are you complete, Mash? Before we no, you might be right. You might be right. I got a legacy of employment I'm gonna do right now. I think you're right. I was the Easter Bunny. I was the Easter Bunny in Kings Kings County Mall in Brooklyn. You got paid for that? Pay me every Easter. I would, I would go sit there in the Easter Bunny. I think suit. I seen you in that dumbass bunny costume one time. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. I was. I was. I believe, shit yeah, I remember I that, sir. He didn't want nobody hugging amazing. him. I know that for a fact. Nigga, this nigga it. boogie was your biggest fan on Easter, bro. You didn't hey, even you know, know it. I'm out here. I'm out here, baby. <laughs> come check me in Brooklyn. I was there giving daps and hugs to everybody. It's 14. It's 14. It's 14 years old. You're right. It's 14. You're right. You know what's crazy. I work with Mash and McDonald's way, way back. You motherfucking when, right. You motherfucking right. I work That's with, next. Yo, Mash had, yo. So Mash is like, like tall, right? So like Mash ain't a, like, even back then, he ain't a nigga that you just smack and you just throw it like, and just look like uh-huh. a bitch, right? But he had these fishnets that he wore to work one time at McDonald's. I'm sorry, what? You, look, he had fishnets. Like, like he had on but his head because he had like, like, oh, like in his head, oh, his head, okay. on his head, on his head, like, like, like head, he yeah. wore that shit on his head. I tell you, he looked like such a straight up fool. I laughed for like five minutes straight. I'd never seen a man look so funny. It was, oh gosh, it was so long ago at McDonald's, but that was. Do you remember that shit? I don't know why. Uh, did I would I wear a fishnet because I was wearing, wearing something back? on your oh, head to cover your hair? Like yeah, a, yeah, to cover like your head like when you cut. He was wearing something to cover his hair from the grease. Oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. I was laughing so hard because yeah. I never seen that. God, he was like, "Yo, yo I'll fuck you up." And I was like, "Yo, God, you could never be me wearing God, that shit on your head." It was God, so God. funny. So, so oh, I wanted to say, hold on, shake. I wanted to say the age is fourteen. You know, you're right. I now that I think about it, I was fourteen. Unless right, I did fourteen. Too, and, yeah, and it says unless you are like unless the child is like a performer or a model, you could be younger than fourteen. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know they like baby models and stuff like that, but the age, the legal age is fourteen. Fourteen. So I was right yes. the first. <laughs> okay. Just for yeah. clarity, you know. Mash is not Jamaican, clarity by queen. the way, but um, how many jobs yeah. is that Mash? You should get an award yo, for that. I got yo. I used, I worked at two McDonald's. I I worked at okay. a McDonald's with, with with Boogie, and I worked at a McDonald's in Southside on Suffin, which was a, was short lived because that McDonald's kept getting shot up. I was like, I can't be in this McDonald's mm-hmm. much longer. So I went from yeah, the McDonald's kept getting shot up, bro. God damn. Bro, Suffin and Linden, bro. Suffin and Linden, bro. Kind of capricious motherfuckers shot the McDonald's up, bro. Yo, bro. Yo, you reaching now. You reaching. reaching. Nah, nah, you reaching. That was good. That was good. Give him that. Give him that. Give him that. He shot the McDonald's up, though. Does that make him capricious, though, Moody? I mean, what was the niggas not getting their fries too hot enough? Like, what the fuck? Then then after McDonald's, it was Popeye's. And after Popeye's, it was Home Depot. And after Home Depot, I was a consultant. And I just stuck there for a minute. But for the point I'm trying to make it, niggas been getting it out the mud for a minute. He's been working for a long fucking time. Yeah, man. 
Son, I was I was working two jobs for no reasons at times. I'll be honest with you, and and I think because I saw my parents do it, I saw you know I saw my father work two jobs, I saw my mom work two jobs. I thought that shit was just normal. I just be honest mm. with you, and uh, it made me. I think somebody asked me one time like, because I'd be rushing out from like one job to the other two. Somebody was like, "Nigga, you got kids?" Because I was young and shit, like try, trying to balance two jobs and shit. <laughs> so they would ask me like, "You got kids?" And I'm like, "No." And they was like, why you work so hard? And I was like, because I have to. Like, that was just my thing. Like, for money at least. But, yeah. you know, as real as an adult, you realize how fucked up that mentality is now versus then where you think it's okay. Like, I think it's inhumane for someone to be working, like, like two jobs like that nowadays. Like, you need, like, your personal space. If I saw someone working, like, 80 hours a week, I feel bad for them regardless of how much money they're getting. Because it's like, you don't have yeah. your personal time. Your we were kind of talking as a child, though, right? Like, no, can even you imagine like, kids getting... Go ahead. No, I'm saying like a child working like 40 plus hours a week. I like, I remember certain, like, I remember at the Home Depot sometimes, I think they cut, like, they cut your hours to 40, but I remember some places they let you work past 40. And, and it's like kids be working That's 60, off the 70 books. hours. Yeah, off He's, the books. Yeah. But yeah. you know, you know what though? I don't take away from that because I feel like you, you need to, I think everybody should be able to work hard, or at least like have a, a, a time good work in life ethic. Where, yeah, where, where they develop that. And I, mm-hmm. and I feel like, yeah, if things come too easy to you too quick, you don't, you don't want understand the value mm-hmm. or, or, or that you don't understand the value of work or you don't want to work for anything. So I'm not, I'm not mad at the fact that I learned that type of lifestyle, you know, early on, as far as like, yo, if you don't work, you don't get paid or if you don't hustle, whatever, even if that meant working 40, 60 hours a week, I just feel like, uh, that gave me perspective. I don't, I don't want to do that forever. So that's, you know, my thought yeah. process. I feel like, I get, like I'm looking at it differently. Like, I feel like at, at, you know, mash, and Flash, they talking about, you know, they, they work in so many jobs, right? They, they've been bouncing around, working hard. And I think about, like, we're taught, I guess, as kids to just work as much hours as possible to get as much money as possible. You're not taught about, like, like what we're doing right now. Like, we didn't have that kind of mindset right then. Like, we were just thinking so differently in terms of just working as much hours as possible, for lack of a better term, if that makes sense, two jobs or not. And I feel like that's, that's what I'm taking away from just our mindset as when we got our first jobs. We would just focus on hours and the amount per hour. And that was it. And and we didn't even dictate that amount per hour. We just we just worked and lived our lives based off that amount per hour. If that makes well, sense, that's well, I, I, yeah, I think yeah, a lot I, of that I mean, yeah. on your on your on your purpose. Like why? Yeah, you like what you want the money hours? for? Like, I agree. Yeah. Right. What do you want the you money know, for? I mean, do you we want to buy these sneakers? About how valuable we were to that whatever pay per hour was like whatever we making ten dollars an hour at McDonald's. We didn't think about. Or at least for me, I was never thinking about okay, what can I do to kind of elevate myself past that. 12 or 13 Absolutely. or something like that. I was. I completely understand it, what you're saying, Boogie. Yeah. Real and I feel like I was just far. focused on just working as much hours as possible at the amount that I was making. F- you know, that was I the feel like we didn't. I feel you like we I mean? didn't have. I feel like when I heard TJ say that they're forcing high school students to take financial literacy classes. They're requiring that me, it. That touched my heart. By, the fact that they're requiring it, it that, that, that touched my heart because at the end of the day, when we're working, nobody really told me that I should be invested in my retirement when I was 17, but I should have yeah. been. And mm-hmm. if I, if I had significantly invested in my retirement, I would have, I would have built a really nice nest egg by now. But would nobody, you have, or would you have bought in the new Jordans? Let's think I mean, about it. it, it I, wouldn't have been able to, I wouldn't have been able to use that money. It would have been in my retirement. It would have been in my retirement fund. You understand what I'm saying? So I just feel like I these would, type of conversations wasn't even present. Like, at least for me back yeah, then. Yeah, it like, wasn't. Would need, I, I'm sorry, go ahead, Shay. No, no, I mean, we would, it, my mindset was just like, you know, my parents' mindset or the people around me's mindset was, yeah. is, you know, get a good job, 
make money so you could take care of your family. It was never like, you know, how you build wealth or how you how I you um, how you prepare for the future. It's more of a you work two, you work one, two jobs and you just you get the things that you want. You buy the things that you want. Yeah, until you can retire and then you're good. And, you know, we never really get into the, I guess, the nitty, the nitty and gritty of like, you know, when you retire, how, what do you want that to look like? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But y'all, y'all talking from a, y'all talking from a perspective of like, if you're not a survival mode, if you in survival mode, you're not thinking about like your, your, your fucking retirement. retirement. Yeah. Like, young like kids how, are not thinking about that right, at all. You know, like, but that's, that's nice. Yeah. 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 TJ. And but, I'm just saying, and that's nice that the the schools are now going to teach it, you know, some mm-hmm. financial literacy courses. Um, uh, I just wanted to share my earliest work experience real quick. Oh, go ahead. So, yeah, I um, started off working, getting my working papers at 14. And I definitely did like a, one of those summer youth jobs, like volunteering in a nursing home. And it smelled like pee. Mm-hmm. It was disgusting. But why did um, you and stay? Then I got well, first I volunteered for them now? and then I Word. got a position with them and they paid pretty well. I remember it nice. being over minimum wage and I don't know what minimum wage was uh, at the time. That's why I asked Mo money. and she was able to say it was $5. I don't even I remember what minimum wage was, but I know I was making over that because I volunteered with them, which was nice. And then I'll mention that I joined the military at 17. Didn't know what the hell I was doing and that I was going to sacrifice my life and get deployed mm-hmm. to Iraq and Kuwait. But mm-hmm. that was crazy. But I think what Flash had, he Flash mentioned something like that, and what it shot, what like what it taught me. Being in the military taught me that I could do anything and that mm-hmm. I could be a leader. It really shaped my character, not only as a professional but as an individual. Like I use it outside of my profession. That is my character to take lead and to to want to accomplish things and feel like I can do anything. The military definitely instilled that in me at a very, very young age. Isn't it Uh, nice to be able to step into those roles at will? I guess. Yeah. Mm. They teach you how to do that. Like you're, you're taught to be a leader very early in the military. Mm -hmm. That is a good skill to have though. Yeah. And I think sports, I think sports Sports too. teach teach you that. Yeah. That work ethic. Work ethic. Yeah. 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 Yo, teacher, and when I talk, was, Dan should don't teach it in school. No, you talk about this minimum wage being so low, but these motherfuckers nowadays, these niggas is getting like fifteen dollars an hour. These now, kids for yes. some of you, even fifteen dollars an hour is still low when you think about it. Fifteen dollars an hour for, for a kid, like, though, for a kid, I'm like, yeah, the, cost it up, is. the cost of and, living went up, though, bro. Yeah. We, yeah. we talking about blow pots being five cent, bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if a kid living at home with his parents, he caking. But unfortunately, there's, there's adults, unfortunately, out there that are probably making close to minimum wage. You'd be surprised. That's a fact. That's a yeah. fact. I, know. I, I think about like factory workers and shit like that, you know. I hear you guys talking about how you would have invested and stuff like that. But I think at that age, it was like, what do I want to buy that mommy is not going to buy? My mom was not trying yeah. to spend a hundred dollars on no damn Timbaland boots. I disagree you know? with that, TJ. I think that our environment like forced us to kind of have that mindset. But like a kid right now among us would not be thinking about buying no goddamn sneakers or some bullshit. Think you know if, right. if they was making money like that and was around us, we'd be having those conversations about investing. I feel like oh, the yeah. environment was a yeah. problem in terms of. But for me, I'll fun. say. At All my right. age, my mom wasn't yeah. trying to pay for a Timberlands. And so if I wanted it, I would have to buy it for myself. If Same I wanted thing, Jordans, you know? yeah. I would have to buy it. If I wanted the North Face jacket that was really big in high school, I would have yeah, to go ahead so. and buy that because she was not trying to put her money towards that. And my mom did instill some type of investment in me because she was like, 
put this away, you know, save your money. She did instill it in little ways, but I was like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to save it. You know what I mean? But I think nowadays it's changing. Like you, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, Boogie, it is changing. And I think kids are now listening to their aunt and uncle or, you know, like a friend that's telling them, buy Apple stock. You know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. way more platforms where it's more accessible yep. to kids too. You know, and that's the wave, you know, that's actually what's on social media right now, too. Cryptocurrency is a young people thing, too, um, yeah, where people great. are making yeah. money. Um, we kind of went, we stayed on memory lane for a really long time. So I'm going to just, I was going to ask y'all about y'all credit cards. I know Shake mentioned that. Y'all want to talk about credit cards or we want to get to some ratchet shit? Moderator, do your thing, yeah, moderator. so whatever you well, want to do, yeah. do your card. thing, moderator. You talk about credit cards? Shake, you kind of already mentioned your your, your credit card, well, your first well, introduction me, to credit card. Well, I, I had I got my first two credit cards when I was eighteen, and um, uh, they, I, I did remember, you know how to use it? Did someone teach you? My, my balance was my balance on them was five hundred dollars. The limit? Actually, you mean the limit? Actually, the credit limit? And I actually took out my first loan when I was at that age as well. So I I, I dealt, I dealt a lot with credit. Yeah, I took out a hundred dollar loan. I actually took out a loan to buy um to I took out a loan when I went on vacation and cause just because my friend said I could take it. I was I was with a credit union at the time and they was like, yo, you could take out a loan. And, that, that, and a few of my friends had took out like two thousand dollar loans and bought a car. I only took out a thousand dollar loan because I wanted to, you know, spend it on something that, you know, I wanted to do. And um and I I I, I was I've always been really good paying money back. Like I've never fallen behind on payments. Like up okay. until now, like I've never fallen behind on payments, but there's certain things that I refuse to pay if I don't agree with it. Now that has attacked my credit, <laughs> but <laughs> if I don't agree with it, I'm not fucking paying it. You know, like these, like these cell phone bills and shit. Sometimes they'll come up with like some bullshit bill. Like you, owe, you still owe us a hundred dollars. I'm not fucking paying you. You got my money. I'm not paying you. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know. That that's happened a few times. I'm but sure that went over well with that, the credit card company. Shake that that wasn't that wasn't the credit card company, but I, I'm talking about credit in general. But mm-hmm. um, credit cards, I've always been really good with credit cards. Anybody else yeah. want to share a credit card story real quick um, before we get really to our ratchet shit? Yeah, I don't have a story, but I know for me, I didn't get a credit card until, which is weird, which is crazy. I didn't get my first credit card till I was actually like an adult, like until I started Why working was at that? the job the job that I'm currently at. And I just remember because my mother kept saying like, do get a not credit get it. Yeah. Do not get it. And I, when I got my first credit card, when I worked and I've been at my job 15 years, I've been, when I started working at my job is when I got my first credit card. And at that time, that was the one credit card that I had. And why do you think your mom told you not to get a credit card? Because she knew what, the, what, the, what that was. She had card, um, Closed credit card. When I'm saying closed, I'm talking about like store cl- stores, credit cards and stuff like that. And she probably, you know, knew what that was and, 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 and she, didn't want to see me go through that. So it was like, listen, I'm telling yeah, you. She was probably bad with credit. She was probably bad. Probably. Yeah. And my mother, and she admits that she was bad. And that's one thing she praises me for. Like, thank God yeah. that you're not like me when I, it comes to money. Like, you're very good with that. So she always talks about that. Um, no shade, but, yeah. but that is like a, a a great lesson to have learned because my mom yeah. was in the same place. Like, she told mm-hmm. me how bad credit cards was from the it jump. It actually is used though. to. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'll let you as, finish. As, a, as a young person, I as guess young, it right. is. Yes. It's Still it's not Google advisable Google. for a young person to have credit cards because it's not advertised. It, at college, and, they used to be out there, like mm-hmm. right in front of the, the, the um, dorm, like to like advertise the kids. Like yeah. they didn't. It wasn't really about being responsible. They wanted you to have that credit card. And they wanted you to fuck up with like, it, right? Yeah. So, so I, I, I want to be clear. I want to be clear. Credit cards are good, and that, yes, that is a they way are. to build your credit. However, at the time that I'm talking about, at the time, and I say this, and you know, I, no disrespect, my mother is a Caribbean parent, right? She hails from Jamaica. That was not taught. To yeah. them, in regards to mm-hmm. how to use them. credit cards to be a benefit to them, you understand what I'm saying. So she could not possibly have taught that to me. So right. what I'm saying is, yes, credit card can be used as a a great feature to build your credit if you're learning from the person who knows that information. But at that time, I don't think my mother knew that information that that well. You know, she knew. Okay, well, I want to get what I want to get from this store, and I'm gonna get my twenty percent off from opening up this credit card. I want what I want right now. I'm going to get this credit card. I mean, Mo, like on some real shit, I I know like credit cards are good, but when you think about how many people are in debt and and when they start in debt, I feel like like, credit cards need to be taken as seriously as you would take, you know, I don't say like alcohol or something like that, but people don't use it responsibly. So I don't think it's good because it's, it's, it's marketed in, 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 in just, you know how people take advantage yeah. of it. That's why I don't think it's good. Like, obviously, yeah. it's great to build Not having card, education on credit cards yeah. is the bad thing. Not yeah. having a credit card. It's the lack of that, education. And, that, and that's what it is, too, for me, because I can mm-hmm. I can understand mm-hmm. your sentiment more where it's like mm-hmm. you, you have, um you know, Caribbean parents. They they coming over here. They're not taught financial literacy. They don't right. they don't come from that. Uh, That's not that wasn't built into like their culture or their upbringing or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So me, my my me getting a credit card young at 18 or whatever and they say like yo i get the letter you've been approved you got twelve thousand dollars and shit i'm looking at this shit like i got twelve thousand dollars that's a lot of fucking money for an 18 year old who didn't who don't know about financial literacy so for me i'm sitting here like i was on some i was on my oprah shit way early i was giving niggas get you get a gift you get a gift everything everybody got christmas gifts and i was blowing this fucking credit card money and shit just to understand like Oh, you got to pay you back. Pay back. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. Then interest. Yeah. Yo. yeah. With interest. With it. interest. Mm-hmm. Because in my with mind, interest. it's the interest yeah. that, that yeah. really gets you. Yeah. And you're not even thinking about the interest at first because it's like, if you once again, if you don't know about credit cards and shit, they just pretty much giving you, giving to you what, what looks like almost free money. But yeah, it's right. not free because you know you're going to have to work and pay. But once you start reading all the fine print and shit like that, it's like, Whoa! What the fuck did I just do? Because I spent a lot of this money, and now I owe a lot more money. So, like they uh, make, they market credit cards yeah. like it's a like it's a gift certificate. Like there's a thousand dollars already like it's in free it. Money. It's yeah, not free like money. Yeah, like they market it like no, it's there you, for you to spend. No, you got to pay that shit back. They never talk about like those hidden features. Right. Yo, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about as far as free money. Because I've never thought of credit cards as free money. I ever. never thought it was free like, money. I've, I mean, in terms I of how people spend it when they first get spend it, it, yeah, that's, I get what you're everyone's saying. Everyone's treating it like free and, money. In my head, now I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. They started me off with a little five hundred and a thousand dollar credit card, so I didn't have that much. Twelve thousand dollars is crazy, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But like, I feel like when I use my credit card, I use it with the understanding that I have to pay this back. And I've always had this in my head, like this is something I have to pay back. So if I don't ha- if I'm if I don't want to be paying back a bunch of money, I'm not gonna use this a lot. So I don't understand. I mean, I understand how it could happen, but um. And I also don't want to demonize credit cards as far as saying yeah. credit cards are bad. I feel like we do I that agree. a lot, but I don't it's think credit not. cards are good either. You understand what I'm saying? It is. Um, you need credit to have credit. 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 credit cards are not great. You know what I'm saying? Because what they try to do is they're not trying to get you to fuck up. 
They're trying to get you to spend money and they're trying to get you to pay that shit back they with interest. Back. That's how they make their money. They don't, they don't make their exactly. money by chasing you down. You feel what I'm saying? They make their Correct. money by you paying that shit back. But that's the way that you build Correct. credit. You have to have credit cards. So having a multiple credit cards is a good thing as long as your your balance. First of all, mm-hmm. they say in order to keep your credit score high, you should be util- your utilization on your credit 30%. card should be under 30%. Under 30%. And if you want to even go even better than that, it should be under 10%. 15, yeah, under I thought 10. it was supposed to be under yeah. 50%. You're supposed to be spending money. In the, no, 30. Like, to, uh, I'm sorry. Under 30. Like, under 30. Under 30? But, like the general okay. essence of, Okay, like regardless of the percentage, the overall aspect of building a credit is like having that credit and then paying it back. Like having repeated Correct. payments shown being made is, from what I understand, the accurate way. That's how you build your credit up. Like my credit's mm-hmm. high as fuck. And it's because of just how I've never missed a student loan payday. I didn't know how helpful that was until I wanted to get a credit card. And it was just that easy. And also when you pay off your, when you pay off your stuff too, like I paid off yeah. my student loans and my, and that decreased my damn Mm-hmm. My years of credit, Thanks. to be honest. So that kind of brought me down. You know what I mean? So you have to. Yo. So it's a. So you see what I'm saying? Like, like when you pay things shit off, that affect it's multiple things that affect, right? So even mm-hmm. when you pay your shit off at a balance of zero, yeah. it's still. Uh, right. Another good, another good niche or another good thing about credit cards is if you have somebody who has really good credit in your family, a cousin, an aunt, or whatever, have they them put, like, you on put, their put card. some. Put like a young person on your card. You don't have to as even give them an authorized user. Mm-hmm. You exactly. You don't even have to give. I have them my mom as well. Keep the card, card <laughs> and then you help them build their credit. That shit it is does real. help them like bring it, their credit it, up. It, it really does. You can just help, put anyone you know? on it, or they, like you got to run information on them too in terms of like empl- employment, all that. They got to be working and all that, like a no, regular credit check. No, nah, they don't even no. have to be working, bro. No. They don't, you can put them on your credit card as an authorized user if you have good credit. You can help build their credit that way. Correct. By, but you don't you don't even have to give them a card, my nigga. You yeah, just going you and paying them, paying your stuff off would help their credit along. Just that just saying. Okay. I actually did not know that. That's dope shit. I'm I glad I can more... give you that information. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, I That's didn't more. I had a, a big difference. I mean, in terms of credit cards, I learned about them in college. Me and my man C were went on vacation and before we went on vacation, we got this King Kong car from Capital One and we were uh-uh. swiping the shit out of this King Kong car. What was the limit? <laughs> it was only something like a thousand dollars. We was on a road trip. Like a Millie Rock. So you know that like we got I got gas this time. Yeah, my nigga, I got gas this time. Swipe, swipe. We out here. And every time we swiped the car, we like, King Kong, baby, he got us, he got us, King Kong. Then King Kong ran up and he was looking for us. <laughs> 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 that nigga ran oh, up. He was like, yo, with my bread, Dougie. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. once you realize that the money has value, like the interest yeah. is literally what the money is worth borrowing. Like you're paying for that. You know what I mean? So if you don't get that money back, they coming out better than you are, whatever what you spent. I'm sure whatever you spent has depreciated in value immediately. You know what I mean? Right. So if you take a five thousand loan out, you're not paying back. You're not paying it back five thousand dollars. You're paying it back five thousand and some change right off the rip. If you don't well, pay it on time, that yeah. depends that's on right. what type of loan you get, and that's why financial literacy is so important because we have to be aware right. of what type of deals we're getting offered to make the best of those opportunities. Credit cards are really important to understand is the um, the value of the money that you're mm-hmm. trying to borrow, like how mm-hmm. much your limit is, it's probably something wild, crazy high, yes. but that interest is probably mm-hmm. just as high, my nigga. You want to cap this yeah. shit out, you're going to pay us back mm-hmm. for that shit. No, nah, I was just thinking about credit in terms of like, uh, you know, you watch the movies and shit and like, you know, they had the the characters, the loan sharks or whatnot. And it's like, when you don't get the loan shark, 
the money back. It's like they used to break your ankles or your knees or whatever the case is. And like, they don't do that no more. Like credit, credit companies the are like sh- a, a Shylock. They call them Shylocks, I think. What, the, or the dude that breaks your phone, pretty much. The dude that breaks your ankles? Yeah. yeah. But nowadays they harass your phone. Like Boogie says, with the cre- yeah. credit people they call you calling the anytime collections. Right. Yeah. yeah. They say don't break your legs though. But um, I also wanted to just let people know that also when it comes to these interest rates on these credit cards, People, what people don't understand as well is that this shit is compounding. Interest, your interest rate may say one thing, but you got to understand that when they start adding the interest on there monthly, that the next year, the next month interest is added to the interest that they've already. The next month interest is based on the money that they added to it plus what the principal was. So you're gonna get compounding interest. The if moral of the story: more than the minimum is do Just not saying. pay the minimum payment ever. If you yes, ever got a bill to pay, you never ever pay the minimum payment always more than the minimum payment to get ahead of payments is it even realistic to like talk about like i've always thought that the just essential use of a credit card was for that emergency situation we didn't have money i always thought that Mm -hmm. as i I ain't gonna lie i think as a kid my mom's taught me like or i don't think it was my mom's but i just learned as a kid if you didn't have the money for it credit didn't mean that you had the money for it like like if you couldn't mm-hmm. afford to buy it with cash, you shouldn't put it on credit because you couldn't afford to really pay it back. So that's something that's I guess that stuck with me yeah. as a kid. But I don't know if that's and that realistic. needs to go the hell away. Yeah, that needs to go the hell yeah. away. You want to use credit for your advantage. And now they have this credit card that I want to talk to you guys about real quick. Have you guys heard about it? Greenlight is for kids. Yes. You may see a, the commercials it. of it online, yeah. but they're trying mm-hmm. to like educate kids on how to use your credit card. So parents can give your child money and you use the card and it comes with an app and it says, oh, if you did your chores, I'm putting this money on your card. It has their little picture on the card too. So when they go mm-hmm. and use it, so it teaches them that they can get money from grandma, grandpa, put that money on the card. It's like a secure credit card. Have you guys, you guys know what secure I credit cards know. are? So if you don't I have know. good uh, credit history, you can get a secure credit card and the limit is really low and it's maybe $200. You put the $200 on it and you can use it as much as you want. And when the What's $200 the age is limit done, in terms of how young can you put a child on it? the green I, light card? I, I'm not I, sure. I don't know what the age limit is, but I know them little niggas gonna be buying V-Bucks with that shit. This is the minute you get them some shit, they go right on Fortnite, nigga. V-Bucks, right. nigga. Blowing I'm not fast. sure what the age limit is. I'd have to look it up, but it's called Greenlight and it's greenlight.com. But I would start my kid really young, like just teaching them about this is money. Okay, grandma gave you money. You're going to, you want to put it on the card or you did your choice. You want to put it on the card when you want to go buy something. Mm-hmm. It kind of teaches them that I would never pay you. my kid to do my chores. I'm sorry. I just, hey. I just, I was just going off when I heard you got that allowance? shit. Like, did I you get allowance ever? I mean, allowance, allowance is a payment and allowance yeah. is a payment. I mean, I know like to give him money just generally so he could live, but I like his choice. No, but let like, them know that I, that money comes with, um, that money comes with like responsibility. Responsibility, yeah. Fucking job. Yeah. You know agree. what I'm saying? But, uh, but TJ, it's not a credit card, it's a debit card. It's, that's, a debit that's a difference. Card. It is, but it's teaching them about, you know, how to credit use your and money stuff. and yeah. credit and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's, that's what dope. I was trying to say. There's no interest enough in time with that kind of program, right? Did they kind of, or was that like, Cause if it's a, no, if that's like a literal like kind of uh, if there's no back end where there's no kind of interest rates and nothing like that like a, a regular credit card company that actually would be dope in terms of just educating people. Absolutely. I don't think there is because it's like a debit card and I think you're, the mom puts money on the card and they get money mm-hmm. on it. But we can look at like if you wanted more interest or more information on it, go to greenlight.com. But right. I think that's good that they're initiating or educating young kids to get it just so that they can learn more about money at a younger age and how to mm. use it Are they properly. doing it or are they just teaching them how to use it? How to use right. it. Well, I yeah, mean, if yeah, a parent yeah, yeah. is doing that, then I would 
I would think that a parent that got the green light card is trying to teach their child a little bit more than that, you know? Like, yeah. Financial responsibility. I'm investigate that because I probably think that's just for the parent who tired of giving this little nigga a debit card. Like, look, here, get this little get get this little card here. Like, go buy shit with Could this. Be. Here, look, stop I taking. I mean, kids my are spending that much though nowadays. Like, I know every, every kid Yo, got an iPhone, what? but they bro, really you spending serious, like that, bro. bro I mean, come I mean, on, six seven years old. Yeah. I know yeah. they Games like cost money, my nigga. Games cost money. Games ain't free. Yeah, V bucks is real thing, bro. You know, Fortnite. You ever heard of Fortnite? What's the name Fortnite? I was just about to say that. Fortnite. I heard of Yeah, I heard of that. Children buy V bucks to buy like skins and guns. Facts. I can understand why giving the game is free because they're gonna get you in the game. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with that microtransaction bullshit. No, thank you. That's exactly right, y'all, what ready that is. To, y'all ready to get ratchet? We're gonna do a burner question. Since we've been talking about borrowing, lending, credit, uh, well, credit is kind of similar to borrowing and lending. That's exactly right? what it is. That's yeah. exactly what it is. You borrowing the money, you're paying the work for the interest. Everybody got their burner question cards. Yes, at queen. At home, if you get your burner question card. So burner questions are signatures to the SR podcast. We ask a question where you can either answer yes, no. Or sophisticatedly ratchet. That's like your wild card. Why is it sophisticated? Why is it ratchet? We want you to explain your answer. And we get you to explain your answers anyway. So the question is, would you ever co-sign for a friend? Let me see them cards. Boogie says yes. Smash says yes. Mo says no. Nah. nah, you know what? Nah, you know, you know what? I gotta switch that. I gotta go there. I gotta go there. Okay, so that's Boogie fake says right yes. <laughs> nah, Mo says a hard no, and everybody else says sophisticatedly ratchet. Mash, flash, and shake. Boogie, why yes? You're so sweet. I'm saying yes. I'm. Uh, this is under assumption that like this person don't have no kind of baggage. If you know, like for example, like yeah, my moms are just someone I trust. Absolutely. No doubt. This was a friend. It's a friend. It's a friend. It's a friend. I mean, there's trust involved. Like this friend is going not fuck it's my shit. Friend, be going be as responsible as I want him to be. So that's that's the expectation that I have. But got it's it. An expectation. So if you listen to our friends episode, this is a friend that you trust, like a best friend, not an associate, right? There's no, there's no such thing as best friend. Remember, Flash don't like that. Don't do that. Definitely, definitely a friend. No best friend, but definitely a friend. Definitely a close friend that you trust. Okay. And then Mo said no. Why Mo? No Mo. I'm, I've had several people. Uh, <laughs> I had somebody borrow no, money, and then you're like, no, I'm never have, yeah, no, I, I had somebody that I was with mm-hmm. at one point in a relation asked me to co-sign, and I said, uh-huh. said no. Dating. I said no. Wait, wait. Yeah, like you said no, or didn't even try it. Like no, I said no. I didn't Fuck even that. try it. Didn't Ice even, cold. Just, it's just, it's just. Like and I'm not, and I'm not with the person. I'm not with the person to this day. So I'm just saying. You understand what I'm saying? Fuck that. I just feel like when it comes to co-signing, it's serious because I'm responsible. And if I don't have it, like that's put in, if I have, if I'm looking at my life and the, the situation I'm in monetary wise and to know, you know, yes, I could trust that you're going to pay it back. If if it's, if it's you don't, I'm responsible for it. So now I need to make sure that I can be responsible to pay for that on top of what I already have. Nah, I, I can't do it. So, you, so friends, we all know that Mo is not going to co-sign for you. Yeah, Mo, that's not that's ice cold, Mo. You never even tried it to like. I don't think no. it's ice cold. It? No, I, I never tried it. it. I think it's appropriate. I never tried it. I never Mo's tried like, it. Nah, Whatever works for shit. you and your budget. All right, what's so your answer? Because you know this TJ, TJ ain't. We got three sophisticatedly ratchets. So hold on, can I get the question one more time, please? Would, Would you, you co-sign, co-sign for, a for a friend? That's what it says. Well, you know, right. you know, Mo always gives away money with the expectation that she's not going to get it back anyway. Right. So she don't expect these motherfuckers to do the right things. <laughs> you have to expect the worst from some people sometimes, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. With you. Right. Correct. But um, for me, I said sophisticatedly ratchet because 
it's um it depends on the purchase. It depends on um like if they're trying to buy a car or something like that, and it's like ten thousand dollars, and it's not crazy. I, I will co-sign it if I trust if I trust that person. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It has to be somebody who I really trust. But a house, my nigga, hell no. Like that shit is a thirty year commitment, nigga. I love you, I nigga. Sort of like thirty years, something to like. You know what I mean? Thirty like, years. That's a long. No, that. nigga. Facts. And then when you refinance and shit, like nah, that that's some shit that's on you, my nigga. You do that, but if you you need help with your car, my nigga, I would if I trust you. If you're somebody who I trust. Yeah, I mean, I I, I share the same uh, thoughts as Shay because, and also I'm gonna look at the friend. I'm gonna look at the history of our money exchanges and shit. Yes. And then I, mm-hmm. and then I also got to be honest with the friend because like, let's say if Shake, I would co-sign for Shake, but if Shake is trying to buy like a Maserati, I'm going to say no. Like, I'm yes. not going to co-sign for this Maserati Wait, on, what? with you. Why? No, I'm, Irresponsibility. Irresponsibility. No, because, because if he, you he need a Maserati, so, you should not have anybody co-signing for you. So this is a co-sign within reason for me because I'm sitting here like, bro, you, gonna, shit. you, got, you got to get a Toyota Camry because it's not yeah. going down. <laughs> point a to point Camry, though, nigga? A Camry? You look flying that Volvo. Try to stop your shot. Like, you try to say like, you can get that Maserati, bro. Yeah. You try to say you got you out of Camry, Nigga, bro. do you know yeah. how small a Camry, no, a Camry, bro, a Camry bro, is actually Bro, if, if I'm Go co-signing ahead. for it, I got to be able to pay for it myself right now twice, if anything. If I got to co-sign for somebody else, because I'll be damned right. if, I, if I can't get some shit for myself and I'm sitting here co-signing for this nigga. Like, nah. But nah, I was that, that's thing. How I when you said Camry, I was thinking about a Corolla. I was like, that's terrible. Uh, nah, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give you a Corolla, bro. That's the, Listen, that's the lowest I, That of the was low. my first car. That's Don't knock it. Oh, terrible I ain't going to give you the bottom, bitch. That's what you're on blast for looking at, teacher. There's a whole squirrel at my window, like, trying to come in. Like, he he put his whole thing up just nigga, now. I'm like. The, 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 nigga, the, nigga, the nigga won financial literacy class. He does. <laughs> he hear me talking about money. He's like, let me get some. I share the same sentiments of the homies. It depends okay. on the relationship that I got with the friend. Um, cosign, it depends on what you're trying to get. Like if you're trying to like, realistically, like if you was trying to get out of debt and you was like, yo, I want to get this loan to pay off all my debt and I want to mm-hmm. get my mm-hmm. stuff together, you know, mm-hmm. and hearing that story sounds heartbreaking, but at the same time, nigga, I know you got a problem with the strip club. Mm-hmm. I know, <laughs> I know you got a problem spending spending Real V shit. bucks. Like I know you out here. You was with the nigga before he came to you uh, yeah, for the money. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, I know you. I know. I know. Shit like oh, that. He was BMFing Ooh. it, blowing money fast oh, last shit. week, and we going to Miami in a couple weeks. So come on, bro. Like I can't. Nah. I, I can't. I yo, can't yo, see Mash, myself. How would you uh, break it down to him? Like you see a homie that you know gonna trick that on some bullshit. How would you tell him no? Like nah, you know yeah, I ain't really got it right now. Nah, mm-hmm. I would. I would. Have, I would have to be like, nah, I can't. I can't afford that right now. I can't afford the risk. Right. That's how. Real that's shit. what that would be. I can't afford the risk. That's Real a big shit. risk. I, I was thinking of that grimy that friend. Of like, nah, I ain't giving you shit. I see you spending that money in the strip club. Fuck nah, God, I'm thinking of that nah. type of. Friend. If they, like, if nah. they my friend, I'm gonna be nice to them. But I'm gonna be honest about how I feel about it's because it's my money. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it's my money that I ain't even like a part of. Like that, that's like yeah. I'm co-signing. Like it's not even my shit. It's your mm-hmm. shit. I'm, you're making me a part of it. It's like a long-term relationship now. Yeah. Like because if we co-sign, like like Shake said, that's thirty joints. Like that's a house. Mm-hmm. But even if it's something smaller, that's still time spent of an agreement that mm-hmm. I gotta hope that you gonna buy by. 
And if you're not, if your, if your history don't say that you type of dude to do some shit like that, then I ain't going, I ain't going to vouch for that. That's crazy. But that's yeah. why I said no. Cause once I do that and you don't give me back my money, that's going to put me in a capricious state of mind. Ooh, so that's a fact. I like the way she grabbed Let's the temples. <laughs> No. I'm old with the Use that app. well. Use that well. <laughs> yeah, I had to circle God back. Damn. Like, nah, that's going to put me in a capricious state. Yeah, I think money money makes you capricious. I'm not even going to try to yeah. steal that. I, but yeah. I think money Real makes you, I think your relationship with money makes you capricious. And we're going to get to that man. next. That's what's yeah, Wait, what's TJ's talk. answer? Yeah, before talk we get to shit. that, I'll just say um, my answer is obviously no. Um, I do not co-sign for friends. Instead, what I would say, because I had my own family member asked me, a sibling asked me to co-sign for them. And I could not say yes. I could say, my answer was, I can help you uh, rebuild your credit because I know how to fix credit. Like I've been helping myself all these years. And, you know, my answer was no to them um, mm. because I, I don't believe in co-signing for people. If you can't afford it, you should not have it. Um, I will that. help you in other ways. But I can't put myself on the line because I don't even know what's going to happen. But Mash, you touched on something really beautifully. And I think that's how we're going to end up closing out our episode is what's your relationship with money? Is it a good relationship? Is it a bad relationship? Do you even want to put a, a adjective over it? Like, I, I think everyone has a relationship with money that yeah. is it's very specific because our history with money is different. Even yeah. through this conversation, yeah. like how we interacted with money, like. I think that money can be like toxic because mm. it can cause real stressors when you feel like you stuck at work because you have to have money to pay bills and you in this yeah. this Cycle. wheelhouse of like paycheck pressure. Paycheck. You know, like in, position in just every sense of the word. And and all of that is just associated with dollars. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the root of that issue. You know what I mean? So our relationship with money can be real different. It could be hurtful and it can be it can be loose like some people cannot give a fuck about money and you can, that's those niggas you don't lend money to <laughs> like those niggas I feel like this podcast itself is, is, a, is an example about a relationship with money like we all here we all have our desires and we want to make this shit pop but right. it's also the just the feeling that you know we want to get more value out of this so money is like I guess slowly creeping in and just aspects of how we do our how, how we do our thing every week or whatnot. you know like our relationship with money changes is what I'm trying to say I think I have a love-hate relationship with money. Yeah, explain that. What's that mean for you? <laughs> like, when you get it, you love it. You know, it's like, yes, yeah. I want to get, you know, I want to get this, I want to get that. But then when you look at, you know, like paying things off and, you know, working hard and it's like, damn, like I really got it. goes gotta, right back out. Yeah, it goes right back out. So, yeah. or investing in something and then taking a hit and maybe an investment. So, you yeah, know, just, you know, so it. it's, you know, so it's like a revolving kind of, yeah, I love it, but damn, I hate you sometimes. So, you know, I think it's a love-hate relationship. But of course, you know, at some aspect, we all love money. Money get, um, gives us what we need. It gets us to what we got. I would never without, say I love money, though. Without, you know, not, not like that. But as far I love as, money for it. That's as far I love as, money. Yeah, I love money. Because I love it, it, what it, it can it, bring I'm me. able to eat. Yeah, I'm yes. able to eat with money. I'm able to do, th- you know. So, yes, that, it is a love for it. Because without it, I wouldn't be able to do anything. So it, that's why I said it's a love-hate. You know, I love it. But I also hate it at the same time. I, I mean, me personally, I love money. I, I think mm-hmm. money could make my life so much easier and having yeah. a lot of it would yes. just, just give me freedom. And because, yeah. I mean, we live in a capitalist society. Let's be honest. Like, the more money you have, the easier things are. And and, and, and you could you actually... say that, Shake. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. It, I don't is, interrupt it you, is. It's like it we is, say that, but is. we be all her stories and millionaires I, and just people who make bank that killing themselves. It ain't that cutting. I would rather deal with rich problems than poor mm-hmm. problems. But at the end yeah, of I the agree. day, at the end of the day, freaking mental health is something. Mental else. health, yeah, and, that's totally different. And mental health is something else, and money cannot solve. But no, actually, money can't solve mental health because you can go see the best doctor to get treatment. Okay, yeah. real talk. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it you can, can help. You can help. You can, can, you can, can enroll. You can. You can put. Money you can go to a is monk. resources, and resources are options. And Fact. You, yeah. you can go to a monastery. Yes. You, you can, can go do to like anything. A, a rehab program. In terms of the relationship with money, obviously, there's no doubt that money is important. No one's going to disagree with that. But I feel like you know, is it more important than yourself? I feel like like we, when you weigh it to yourself and integrity and all that kind of shit. I feel like that's where your know, relationship money comes into play. Like people will sacrifice themselves, they'll, you know, people that they love, friendships, whatever for money. And it's like, is it still worth it in terms of your relationship you, with money? You What's your relationship with money? No, like, I don't think people would do that, but yeah, go ahead. What's your relationship? It's surprise people would do for money. I mean, No, like, I, I'm saying yeah, all people. Like, yeah. I would, I'm the type, yeah, I believe that, but I'm also Some people shit on their friends. Yeah, I mean, you see in TV, real true. life news, people I mean, kill people for money. It's nothing. Like, family members will still you, you, you specifically. What is your you, relationship with you? What's yours with money? To be honest, if you keep it 100, I haven't made enough money to like correlate a relationship with it. If we really being honest, I haven't really counted a mill enough into that jazz. So I feel my like nigga, you know, made you money in McDonald's. To. My nigga, you know how I mean, long yeah. you're making my, money? My, my, my relationship with money, money is kind of like, like the same ways, similar to Moe's where it's like, it comes in and you have a temporary feeling of just feeling okay. Cause the money's here, but you got expenses. You got shit to take care of. So it goes right back out, you oh, know? So, okay. Boogie, Boogie, let me make the question a little more simple for you. Do you think you're good with money? It's not the same question, but Generally, I get it. Currently? Answer would be yes. Okay. No. Okay. No. The answer is no. I'm not rich. The answer is no. The answer is no. I. I. I, I in you hindsight, I. I yeah. Be yet. Yeah. Yes. It, it, I'm not at the financial position that I would want to be in terms of where I want to see myself yeah. at. Gotcha. So I would say I don't manage gotcha. it. No. I, I don't. I don't think you need to be rich to like right. to to have no like no a not real... rich. But I'm talking about the fact like you know we all talk about working right and I'm to, I'm thinking about the fact where I just want to work you know a small like I want to do the work that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And get paid the amount of money I feel like I'm valued at, and that's be it. I don't want to be forced to work right. anymore or less than that. You but know? Boogie, okay. do you do you put up do you put up like ten percent? Do you save put up like ten percent of your money out of every paycheck just to make sure you have that to the side? Okay. Right I like four hundred one k and all the usual jazz and all that. But what about you personally? Just putting ten percent to the side just to have it to the side. I and take I money from right a there. paycheck and I put it aside like every pay yeah, period. But I, I think, but th- but now nah, this is the thing though, y'all. I spend that shit like once Christmas time come around, that money's being yeah. spent. So it's like even that money that I save is getting put to something. So you saved up the money for something. Yeah. I feel you. I feel what you're saying. So it's like, I don't know. had a savings account for Christmas. Like there was a Christmas club. Yeah, like a Christmas club or (laughs) an account that she had just for Christmas time, you know? I I don't believe it. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't believe in susus and shit. Um, okay. I think susus. That's a so I, I, And for some people who aren't, no, it's not. This American thing too. A lot of people use explain susu. it. Explain what a susu is. Yeah, okay. it basically, know. it's basically when people pull money together money every together. week, and then and then someone gets. I guess it's called the purse. What is it called when uh, the hand? The hand, hand, hand. You get the hand. The handle, the hand. and you can and you like it's it's usually it's usually um rent. They usually people usually pick by random. And they go in different slots and then you get the money, you get your money at your time, but you have to make sure you continue to pay. To it's pay like a it. repayment program. So it's it's it could be two different ways for you. If you're in the beginning, 
basically it's a repayment program. And if you're at the end, you're paying on something, you're going to get the money later on. Yo, you basically you know co-signing. You co-signing with a bunch of niggas to get money. Mm-hmm. From That's basically Is there any paperwork involved? Or it's yeah, all like no, but you're, verbal. But you're just getting, you may get the money. <laughs> I feel like it's only advantageous to the people who's who getting it early. Yeah, it depends yeah, on only, who you, who only you though. Why is it only, only beneficial to the people that get it early? The people who's getting early because basically if I'm getting it late, What's what? Why wouldn't I just put my money into a bank account and the same let amount of money interest for and let it grow interest, barely, even though it's not really going real interest barely. in these bum ass bank yeah. accounts? It's not, but right. I could put it into a bank account and then I can do the I can essentially do the same thing. And at yeah, the I mean, end of I the time, work. take the money out. I mean, the SUSU is supposed to guarantee you more money, though, versus what you're. No, it's not. In, no, right? no, it doesn't. No, no, oh, no it not. doesn't. It's not it, guaranteeing it just, you anything. It guarantees the it just timing of the money. You, yeah, the timing mm-hmm. of the money. So if I like, mm-hmm. I've been a SUSU. For, that's why for me, I'm not jumping in any and anybody's SUSU. And I don't think I, anyone I, allows I, I anyone to come I, in. Because go ahead. Go ahead I, I have a general. Just make sure uh-huh. I'm understanding this right. Mm-hmm. I have five hundred dollars. I put this in the SUSU, right? The objective of the SUSU is that I'm going to get back more than five hundred dollars. Correct. You're telling me that I'm back the no, 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 no. Yeah. You're gonna get no, that. You're gonna, no, no, you're gonna get back. Wait, you're gonna wait, get back wait, wait, wait. If it's a ten week susu, you're gonna get five thousand dollars. Can I do it? 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 Yo, Boogie, we we doing a susu right now on the podcast. There's six of us, right? Right. We each putting up one hundred dollars, right? For six weeks. For six weeks, right? So on week one, I'm gonna get six hundred dollars, right? I don't gotta pay nobody, but on week two, I gotta pay a hundred dollars. To the, to the pot. Everybody right. puts $100 to the pot. So on week two, you're going to get $600, right? And then on week three, Flash going to get $600. Now, every week, everybody giving $100. And on week four, Shake going to get $100, I mean, give uh, $600, right? right? And then Mo, and then TJ. And then TJ, since she's the last person getting $600, if she don't benefit, because she could have saved for six weeks. She could have just saved $100 for six weeks instead of getting paid but it only really benefits you if you're the first person. Like if you got vacation coming up, you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to vacation mm-hmm. in October. I yeah. need seven thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna do the susu really? real quick. Yeah. So like I had this money up front, and then I just pay the money back to the homies in the susu. That's right. how susus work. Pretty and for much. a Caribbean person or someone that is um an illegal immigrant, you know, you may not be able to go to the bank and to just get get a bank account. Uh, so it's a good way yeah. for you to save money. With people that yeah. you trust, you don't get in a susu with people you don't know. Like mm-hmm. Mo was trying to explain that. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Like I've been in a susu probably since, and I've been on my job fifteen years. Probably since the day that I, because I because the person that runs it is my godfather. That's my uncle. You know, it's like mm-hmm. that's my godfather. So I'm the type. I don't when I say I, I get my hand whenever I say I want to get my hand. I, I've gotten my hand last. That's how I paid. And to be honest, that's how, that's why for my graduate degree. I owe zero because I mm. use my susu to pay for my to pay for my graduate degree. Nice. So it helped you I didn't take out the money. Yeah, yeah, I didn't take no, out. Yeah, I didn't take money. out a loan. I didn't take out a loan because I used that money to pay. You know, when it's time for me to pay my tuition, yo, unk, I need this for this. This is what I'm gonna need it for because that's when boom, that semester's done. Boom, okay, this semester's done. You know, and it depends on how many All people's right. in it to depend on the amount. You have some susus that may be five thousand, and if you want to, for instance, like I do, a hand and a half. So I get a full hand and a half a hand. Depends on you could do two full hands. So I'm she, getting, she, she, you know, she's sexy with it. She's sexy with it. She's, <laughs> she's finessing the shit. She's yeah. susu like So if you didn't know yeah. what a susu was, so now you do. Yeah. So smoke so got a lot of perks though. Yeah. So and no, a half and all that shit. Yeah. I put and you could go in. You could go in two hands. So that means you go into you get you. Let's say the it's five thousand. 
If I have two hands, I'm gonna get ten thousand. If I hand a half and if I do a hand and a half, I'm gonna get five thousand, and then I'm gonna get twenty five hundred. So seven, you know, it depends on how you want to do it. You make it beneficial to you if you can if you can afford to do whatever you could do long term saving. That's really yeah, all it is. Yeah, and then, without and then, interest, without any right, interest, without interest, it. and also to be clear, I also have, of course. A separate savings account. Like Stop said, flexing, have, Mo. God damn, we know, Daddy. Out of my damn, check daddy. That goes straight into savings. So it depends on how you want to. Yeah, how you want to. Go ahead, Mo. Go ahead. Savings in all them daddy. accounts, Mo. Go ahead. I ain't never so, been in a susu. I don't want to be in nobody's susu. <laughs> yeah, don't come don't to me with your susu. Uh, What's your relationship with money, though? Is it healthy? I, Would you say it was healthy? Yeah, I have, I have a real healthy relationship with money, though, because I don't think money is everything. I know it's yeah. a necessary evil. I know I know how to utilize it as a tool as opposed okay. to, uh, uh, you know, it's just a, a resource of how to get what you want. You, Preach, I do feel like you have to work real hard or not, not even real hard, but you need it in this society in order to gain things that you want. Will those things make you happy? Of course. But I definitely separate um, my financial literacy and what I know about money from like things that deal with my happiness and shit like that. That's, that's, Fact. I usually keep those things separate. Fact. So, you know, and it's, and I think that's the best way to deal with money, honestly. Fact. So, yeah. But just know like each one is important and you get to work on both. So, go ahead. Okay. All right. So I'll share my um, relationship with money. So I want to share with you guys, after watching um, the movie, The Secret, and I reference The Secret a lot, that really opened my eyes to the law of attraction and how you view money. Mm-hmm. Growing up, we were told credit was bad and, you know, you got to save your money or you work one job for the rest of your lives. You want to, you know, work until you retire. And that just does not work anymore. I think Mash even mm-hmm. mentioned this before we kind of got on live um, with the episode where where he mentioned, you know, you, he wants to like try to find another job. And a lot of in the culture or growing up, they used to say, stick with a job for the rest of your life. And no, now these millennials, they're taught to work a job for like two to three years at the most, yeah. because that's how you get increase in your pay. But back you, to the- You know you, you know that you are a millennial, right? You say these millennials- I know, okay. Yourself, right? Well, yeah. inclu- including me, including me, okay. but that's not that's what my okay. mom was taught though, right? My mom gotcha. wasn't taught that. My mom was told, you stick with a job, you- you work with them until yeah, you retire die. and you get yeah, your uh, pension. Crazy. Like yeah. people usually stayed at one company their entire lives. That was it. Back and then. it looked good on a resume or they would tell you it looks good on a resume. Like they you've been with loyal. this company for 15 years. You were loyal. Loyalty. Yes. You have job mm-hmm. stability. But what the secret taught me, which I thought was so important was think about money as what you, what it can do for you. Right. And if you think of it in a negative way, it just never supports you, right? So you should have positive thoughts around money. One of the things they say was envision money coming to you, right? So what I did was I sent all my bills to like electronic bills because I didn't want to get no bills in the mail or mm-hmm. I would already pay off my bills through like um, them taking it directly out of my account or let it be linked to a credit card. So anytime I got mail, it was never a bill. And I love seeing checks in the mail. So like, I don't know, my insurance company will sometimes send me money. Um, 
I have like flexible spending. And so that money comes in the mail. If I've like, you know, spent money and it's being returned to me, I love seeing money in the mail. So that's how I Mm. look at money. And I think of that example of it. I have a good relationship with money and I -hmm. I want to look at it as good because I know that if I look at it as bad, it's going to be bad. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I had to change my mindset about money. Someone even said in the video, money grows on trees and and his, um, or his parents told him money doesn't grow on trees. And he's like, well, money does grow on trees because it's paper and trees come from paper. Mm-hmm. You know, like that was his way of trying to change that mentality that he was taught at a very young age. Like money don't grow on trees. You can't afford that. You can't have that. And you have that mentality in your head as you grow up and it, it conditions your life. So um, that's my relationship with money. I try to think of it as, as positive as possible because I know that, your words, it moves things. And I be- mm-hmm. believe in the law of attraction. Um, so with that Yo, said, I, I, go ahead. Wait, 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 wait. I want to plug this book that is really good. Um, this is a book that I read and it changed my relationship with money. It's called um, Your Money or Your Life. And it's written by this woman, um, uh, Vicky Robbins. And it basically talks about our relationship with money on a basic kind of level. Mm. says like you know we we put we we put so much influence on money but we don't take into consideration how much time we spend acquiring the money yeah. or how much energy we put toward in it and we're trading money for our time and you have money to has to work point, for us it has to be mm-hmm. a point where you yes. understand what's enough money you oh. know how much money do you need to be you or to just be self-sufficient you know because mm-hmm. everyone has a who's or what's it and the who's or what's it, my who's or what's it is sneakers, flash who's or what's it is technology. Uh, you know, like everybody got one, you know what I mean? And whatever that thing is, you can indulge in it, but you have to understand like where your limit is. You know, you have to understand that there's always going to be a new who's or what's it. So how many who's or what's it do you need before you'll be happy? You know, it's not so much what you have as what you feel, but it's a really, really good book. And I'm going to put it in the show notes. It's called Your Money or Your Life. And I, I think everybody should uh, try to check it out. You got some time. So, and I also want to encourage people to just be financially literate, um, investing, getting a retirement, um, allowing your money to work for you. And most importantly is have life insurance. When you hear this person passed or that person passed and they're starting GoFundMe pages, it just puts families in a burden to come up with this mm-hmm. money just to bury you. So it's really important to get a life insurance policy. It doesn't have to be for a, a, a a huge amount, just enough so that your family doesn't have to squabble over anything and just to bury you. And it's something that we can leave behind for our Absolutely. heirs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Jim, to be honest with you, um, life insurance policies are a way to build wealth. And believe it or not, there are many mm-hmm. people, there are many of people who have built wealth off of insurance. Here's a little tidbit that I bet you that, that some people may not know mm-hmm. is that you don't pay taxes on insurance payouts. On any insurance payments, whether it's car insurance, whether it's life insurance, that is tax free money that you get at the mm-hmm. end of the day. So you can definitely build wealth on that. So if you have somebody in your family, and you know that they don't have insurance and you can afford to get them insurance. You should probably get them insurance. And it's, it's not to say that, you know, you don't care about the person, but you can definitely build wealth with it. And you sh- you should take advantage of it. I'm just saying. Candy Burris from Housewives of Atlanta, no, the sure, girl sure. that's also in Escape, 
she says that she has life insurance policies on some of her friends. Because she's the rich friend, you know? Um, And no shade that her friends are not rich either. But if they come looking to me, you know, it's nothing for her to pay off, like, you know, life insurance. But she's saying um, they're going to come to her anyway. So here's the money that I, that Mm -hmm. you got because I got Mm -hmm. this insurance policy on them. And then she would make herself, I believe she'll probably be at least 70% beneficiary on that. You know what I mean? Of course. Of course. Right. Why not? Why not? Her money went into it. Yeah. That's all I have for this episode on financial literacy. Money, 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 money. Can I plug in one last thing? Money, money, money. Go ahead. What's up? Just in terms of what what we've been all been talking about, especially on Match Point earlier in terms of switching professions every three years, um, that is actually a conversation I had in the past before. Not about switching professions, but how important it is to just keep looking for opportunities, even if you're doing good right now in the current one that you have. So Mm -hmm. I want to say to everybody working, regardless whether you just got a promotion, whether you've been there for five, 10 years, Put your resume out there. See what other Thanks. companies are hiring and you'd be surprised what'll come back. You, you fuck, fuck around and get a better 100%. job, better position, just better Thanks. life, work-life balance overall if you just look for that opportunity rather than being complacent. Yes. Um, so yeah, I just wanted that's, to kind of plug that in, you know, always be vigilant, everybody. Don't stay preach, complacent. King. But that's my piece, TJ. Yep. That's the word I was about to use too. Yeah. Complacent. Yep. Definitely. Allow your money to work for you. Invest, invest, invest. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to get on this other tub subject, yeah, but I'm not going to do it. Don't, don't um, take financial advice from us, though, especially she. No, no. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not re- do your own research. I'm a great advisor. I don't take my own advice, but I, I'm a great advisor. That makes you a horrible could, advisor if you do not take your advice. No, no. Crazy shit is, no. I swear to God, I could tell you all the right things to do with your bread. Yeah, and nigga like me, do I do all this. I, 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 I go you risky. You're a risk. You're a risk taker. Yeah, I'm a risky motherfucker. I get it. No shit. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. So thank you for listening. Save us if you're listening to us on whatever podcast. Hold, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm so sorry, TJ. I'd make sure we don't want to make sure we missed this. The Cretion yes, word of the go day. Ahead. What's the tally, guys? We got Shake as the winner with three. Mash coming in close second. With two. And me and Mo Todd, third place with just one. So yeah, I just want to make sure we shout that out, Shake. Capricious being used. Flash to the user once. Yeah. Uh, I would, I don't know. Now right, one, we all now take one. we all take a sip for that. And if you are at home Capricious and you're listening, you go ahead and take a today. sip or uh, a little uh, puff. I, I got yeah, I got I got to let y'all niggas win sometimes. It's fun. Yo, I'm so happy we could do this word of the day though because um I feel like we should we learn can take shots on it every now. day. Real mm-hmm. shit. I'm just saying. Yeah. Right. Oh, TJ, our vocabulary. TJ. Yo, take yo, us out of here, baby. On. Wait, 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 take wait, us wait. So just, Nigga, just segue, segue. Oh my stop gosh. plugging shit. <laughs> so wait, a, a, a listener reached out to me and said she heard somebody use the word wherewithal and she laughed because the first time she heard the word wherewithal was on our podcast. Aww. Exactly. <laughs> We're gonna keep Real it up. We're expanding our sophisticated yeah. vocabulary. Close it out. Big guys. facts. We get smart Thank every you week. Guys. Literally. Y- Thank you guys for listening to us. Follow Save us. us on whatever platform you're listening Follow to us, us on. Rate us all five stars or whatever you, your heart desires. Like us, comment, subscribe, and follow us. Our social media is the best way to keep in contact with us, interact with us. Drop a comment, like it, share it. Um, you can follow us on IG. It's So Ratchet Podcast. On Twitter, it's So Ratchet Pod. And on YouTube, it's sophisticatedly ratchet. You can listen to the audios and coming soon we'll have videos. Google us. Yeah. Deuces. Deuces. Thanks, Tribe, for listening.
Thanks for tuning in to the Sophisticatedly Ratchet podcast. Let us know your thoughts on the episode. Do you agree? Disagree? Tell us how you really feel. Email us at therealsrpodcast at gmail.com. We release new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please be sure to subscribe and follow us on IG, Twitter, and YouTube. Go to the srpodcast.com to link to all our social media platforms. Don't forget to like and share our episode with your fellow sophisticatedly ratchet friends. See you next Wednesday.